So we originally recorded this episode <laughs> with a special guest, but uh, we realized that we didn't hit record when after we had taken a little break. So yeah, it was like one a.m. We were like, "We'll go to bed." Yeah, and then we we recorded like the review part the next day, and we did not hit record. So we are re-recording, and our special guest is gonna show up another time. I know. <laughs> so. <laughs> Foreshadowing. <laughs> we haven't read this in a while. Yeah, it's been it's been, it's, it's, it's been a while. So just as a claimer, uh, Rene has a cold. Yeah, I have the the worst cold I've had in a little while. It's not COVID, hopefully. Nah, it shouldn't be. Nah, it won't be. Nah, it won't be. Um, but yeah. So if you hear me sniffing, I, I sound as sick as I am. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be like that. It'd be like that. It'd something. be like that. Well, you know, It'd with all these stipulations. It is what it, it is. What it is. It be what it be. <laughs> but welcome back to Not My Cup of Tea, uh, which is the podcast where we read and review the widest romance novels out there, so you don't have to. Oh my gosh, we're back. We're back. We're back. We're back. Oh fuck yeah! Because like you know, I've been holiday, so you know, this is our first recording that we've been yeah. doing in a while. I'm really excited. I know. We need to get back into the swing of it. Oh, I've missed this so much. I've missed this so much. I know, I'm so excited. Uh, also, you know, just to make sure, uh, we're not trying to yuck anyone's yum. Uh, you know, if you enjoy this, go ahead. Actually, we could enjoy this one, I think. Like, oh, genuinely, we really love this Yeah, we, we actually generally love this. So, you know, no judgment from us. And also, it is our cup of tea. For it, once. For once. <laughs> Uh, and also, please make sure you read uh, the content warnings in the description for yep. this one because there's some pretty heavy shit in there. Yep. So, uh, you know, just want to keep everybody safe yep. and let's get into it. Oh my gosh, what are we covering? What are we, covering? <laughs> we are covering Bear Paw Rich Firefighters Book One Heat oh, by Ophelia Sexton. <laughs> I remember in the first recording we were we were going like, oh, is that her real name? Like, I don't know. And then and then we were making jokes because it's like, oh, feel ya sex. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So <laughs> that, that, that didn't make me giggle. <laughs> um, general thoughts about this book before we proper dive into the plot. You know what, right? I mean, we're probably gonna go deeper in this in the review stage, but. Mm. It was. It had some nice elements. Oh, but she had to look how good, wasn't it? Yeah, it was, I generally didn't mind it. And I mean, also it's a whole series. Like as you can probably tell from it being book one, mm-hmm. um, there's not to give too much away, because there's a bunch of brothers, and each one of them has a different book. Uh-huh. And then there's I think there's like spin-offs because there's like fifteen books in the series. Is it kind of a bit of a Ice Planet Barbarian situation where like I think so. maybe each book covers a different. Oh yeah. Person, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Like oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Exactly. But it's all so. like an overbranching story. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, something like that. Exactly. That's kind of cool. I like them. We we did we we did kind of start listening to uh, book two if you remember. I think we finished it, didn't we? We must have. <laughs> like yeah, I'm pretty sure we did. I think we did. I'm sure I, we did. I honestly could not tell you the ending. 
Me neither. Like, we almost just had it on in the background and that, but it was so sweet. And so we were bleaching my hair. Oh, yes. <laughs> it was like 3 a.m. We were just sitting there like, like sure. <laughs> he turns into a what? Oh, well, should we get started? Yeah, I just, uh, no more suspense. Let's dive no right into this. Oh my god, okay. Chapter one. Beverly Ridge. It, it opens uh, at quite a tragic moment. Well, tragic in, like, the context. Because um, we hear about uh, this, like, beautiful cake that our main characters literally just left uh, the night before but she comes back into work and it's all fucked up <gasps> so there's like all these decorations that she's like set and handcrafted which anyone if you have done like baking and cake craft and things like that you know how fucking hard that is how long that takes like that's actual so stressful and then all her cherry blossoms that she had for the cake are all broken her mermaid has been decapitated so i don't know what kind i think i think it's multiple cakes because i was going to say cherry blossoms and a mermaid yeah i think that's a strange combo i think it's i think it's mostly like the decorations she had prepared for like all all these bun all these different cakes so um annabeth jones our protagonist as you can probably guess is a baker and cake decorator um she's a ginger and blue-eyed a woman who is very curvaceous (laughs) (laughs) Um, it becomes a thing it it does become a thing so uh, Annabeth now has to spend all of her day redoing these decorations that have got mysteriously broken and you can tell that she is like really upset about it and also really worried because she doesn't want her boss to think that she's been like slacking on her work Yeah. because yeah she really loves uh being a cake decorator and she is determined to get the work done uh she works at a place called cacao cakes which really did make me giggle at first because i thought they said caca that's what i isn't poo that's what what i thought for the first like while as well i was like poo cake (laughs) like (laughs) okay sure (laughs) what kind of fetish does this potato do really interesting branding but yeah her boss maggie is super energetic and very friendly uh they've worked together for about five years, uh, Annabeth was hired straight out of Baker's Uni, as I've put it. So uh, it's an extremely popular business, in part because of how good Annabeth is at making cakes. It is established. And so her boss is like, really, because they've worked together for five years, they've got a really strong bond. Her boss is like, yeah, no, I believe you. Like, I'm sure you didn't do this. I can see the evidence that it's broken. Like you've clearly put in the work yeah. and it and it's been fucked up. So they check the security cameras to find out who the culprit is. Because at first they think like maybe an animal broke in. Like what what's going a on? Burglar. And it's Roger. <gasps> dun, dun, dun. Roger. So Roger is her fiance. Her being Annabeth. And he's clearly an arsehole because he smashes all of her hard work on on like on film. Because he's so angry that she couldn't spend the day with him furniture shopping. So he decided to fuck up her work. Because she was working. He was, she was yeah. like, yeah, I can't come with you. And then he decided, yeah, okay, fuck you. I'm going to break all your hard work. And it means that I want you to get, like, fired. Like, he was... He's an abusive asshole. Oh, yeah, he's a... Pro- that is, like, thoroughly established. He's a prick. He's, he's a proper abusive asshole, yeah. He's a prick. Um, you find out a little bit more kind of about Annabeth's uh, upbringing in this point and like maybe why she's with a person like Roger. So her mother used to fat shame her quite a lot. Um, so she's kind of found herself in this relationship where she thinks she kind of deserves this kind of 
behaviour because yeah. she's, she's like, well, no one else will love me, so I might as well just take this man who's horrible, but he says he loves me, so he's the only kind of chance I've got. Yeah. It's a really horrible situation. It's really, uh, I mean, especially, like, the entire first chapter of this is quite heavy, actually. Yeah, um, Like, I was, I, was, I was not prepared. <laughs> we were sitting there like, oh, like, okay. Oof, okay. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah it, was, it was a lot, but... That hurts. <laughs> Yeah, it's like a ma- major like emotional abuse. Not at, at no point is it physical abuse, but it's like really, really nasty emotional manipulation. Yeah. Where like, if 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 she does something he doesn't like, he will deliberately go out of his way to upset her and like punish her because of it. So naturally, being the abuse victim that she is, Annabeth apologizes to Maggie for Roger's actions. Of course. But Maggie is far more concerned about Annabeth's safety and tells her to leave his ass. Fuck yeah, Maggie. Fuck yeah, yeah. Maggie. Maggie's amazing throughout this entire book. Honestly. Like, we love Maggie. Maggie is such, like, a good, supportive friend to Annabeth and it's exactly what she needs. Yeah. So, yeah, Maggie is so convincing that they kind of form an escape plan for her. And it's very much a woman supporting woman moment, and it did make us feel a lot better, especially because we just like got introduced to this very like clearly dysfunctional relationship and this like the danger that our main character's in. But no, women supporting women, supporting each other. It's chef's kiss. Uh, so there's big hugs, and Annabeth promises that she'll sleep somewhere else so that she'll be safe from Roger yes. while they're kind of formulating this escape route. Um, and then we get a bit of a time jump so it switches now to Annabeth on the phone to Roger and he's begging her to come home but she stands up for herself and she calls him out on his bullshit and it's one instance of many where Roger apologises but blames her so it's not a real apology yeah it's classic like, I'm yeah. sorry but if you hadn't done this then I wouldn't have like, like making guilt tripping her and making oh, her feel like yeah. shit um yeah. So she think Annabeth thinks about what to do. If she goes home to him now she might come back to something much worse because even though he's saying he's quote unquote sorry, that doesn't mean he's not still mad at her. So And also she will know from like previous experiences that like, you know, he, he will he's still upset and he is gonna take it out exactly, on her. Exactly, you know? exactly. Yeah. So and this moment away from him and the kind of like interest like having having like an outsider's opinion like maggie kind of like explaining this to her that like she doesn't deserve this it really makes her think about like it from another angle yeah. and she realizes that she can't marry this man exactly because he is just horrible but um she is terrified about telling him no and even though she really wants to leave him, she still says, like, I love you on the phone and stuff like this, even though she doesn't really know if she means that Yeah, anymore. it's more of a, it's more out of obligation. You get exactly. The, yeah. Exactly. Um, and her mother has been listening in to this phone call and she gaslights her about her abuse, um, saying, like, oh, well, he doesn't hit you, so... Suck it up. Suck it up. Problem. Yeah, which, exactly. Which is horrible. Which and also because is, yeah. the mom always comes out with like, oh, but she, he's so handsome and he's so rich, which is like, well... These are not reasons yeah, to stay exactly. within, yeah. within our soul. Yeah. Anyway, uh, her mother tries to convince her to stay with him, again, by weight shaming her, kind of saying like, well, no one else is going to love you because of your size, which is so wrong yeah, and so inappropriate yeah. and just not the way that life is. So stop it. Exactly. Yep. 
but then Maggie, thank God, Maggie comes to rescue once again and phones her yeah. so she gets out of this horrible conversation with her mother. And um, Annabeth and her are kind of talking out their plan and Annabeth confides in her that she can't afford a new place without using all of her savings, which isn't ideal because you don't want to start off with like no money because then yeah, you're just putting that's... yourself immediately in debt. Suboptimal. Yep. And Maggie is kind of understanding like she couldn't afford a place without a roommate and then like oh like but then does she want to just move in with a random stranger and it's like a whole thing so Maggie has been talking to her real estate brother and he has said that there is an open um, place in Idaho in Bearpaw Ridge (laughs) first mention of Bearpaw Ridge which is a small town with about 3,000 people but it's a really nice close-knit community and it is a bakery that is opened up with a flat above it so in theory she could buy the bakery and the flat and then open up her own place fuck yeah so there's lots of tourist traffic even though it is a really small place because there's a nearby ski resort which we talked about this we were like that's Idaho. Idaho? I, <laughs> I was like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't, I, or honestly, is it like one of those fake ski resorts where it's like... Oh, like where it's like an indoor ski thing yeah. maybe? I don't, I don't, I don't, but no, I mean, it, it is established that it's like up on a mountain, yeah. like, I mean, maybe Idaho has mountains, I don't know. This is just, again, showing that we have no idea geography, like yeah. we're just sitting there like... Especially like American geography, like I, I apologize. It's so confusing. I apologize to our five American listeners. Um, if you're from Idaho, please explain. <laughs> please explain. <laughs> explain America. Explain. Explain. <laughs> so essentially, Maggie's kind of saying to her, like, even though it's a really small town, you'll never have any like worries about making the money to support yourself because of this tourist tra- uh, attraction. Yeah. 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 That works. Uh, Annabeth is terrified but also so excited and determined to leave Roger that she decides to go for it and just just throw caution to the wind. She's always wanted to have her own bakery so why not just do it? And if she's moving that far away she can be like fuck off and then just disappear you know like start start over it's a good fresh start exactly and maggie promises to come and visit her in her new house it's so cute Uh Uh, so what annabeth decides is she's going to go home and pack up all her shit whilst roger is at work so he will literally have like no contact with her and he won't be able to pull a sly one or say anything to her and yeah, she decides to fuck off to Bearpaw Ridge and she's determined to prove everyone wrong about her. Which is, I think, like a nice, like, uplifting finish to a pretty intense first chapter, you know? Indeed. It really shows, like, although she, um, Annabeth is an incredibly insecure person, it's from, like, all the people around her putting her down. She really does have, like, a certain drive. Definitely, yeah. Uh, to kind of succeed and prove people wrong, and it is it is quite nice. Isn't it is it? quite nice, yeah. And also now, so that's the end of chapter one, isn't it? Yeah, that's it. So now we get into the nice romancey shit. This is like where, like that. I would call that like the context chapter. Oh yeah, that's exposition. When yeah. it's like when it gives you like the reason why she's going, kind of like foreshadowing about things that might exactly. happen, and 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 then this is like the actual like like proper here yes now the romance yes no the romance stars <laughs> so on well, chapter two uh, we go on a bit of a time jump and oh, we, yeah. we switch perspective to dane swanson oh 
<laughs> who is our firefighter, as in bear poverty firefighters? <laughs> in wow, case, really? in case you hadn't realized. Uh, so he he's just put out a fire, saving lives. You know, doing manly you things. You know what firefighters do <laughs> exactly as firefighters do. Uh, so he's very tired, and uh, like it's it's like the ass crack of dawn, like. Um, yeah <laughs> it's, it's very early you know it's has been on his feet all night working he's very tired yeah. but he just heard that the bakery in town is open again and so he's very interested because mm-hmm. like what better than a coffee and a sweetie after that and so we learned that all his brothers are firefighters of course apart from no joke Thor <laughs> who lives in Denver I forgot about Thor <laughs> Yeah. That's so good. There's a book about him as well. Oh my god, I can't wait. I can't wait. Oh my god. So he kind of walks up to the shop, you know, checks out the design. Um, like, it's very cute, you know, it's called Cinnamon and Sugar. He's got Classic. a nice lineup, it was very inviting. And mm-hmm. um, so it's 5 a.m., so I think, like, at this point, anything looks inviting. Uh, so he goes in with his two brothers, Mark and Evan. Mm-hmm. And he describes the shop, so it's. I mean, I put a TLDR here. It's just very cute. Like, it's very cozy. You know, this nice decoration. It's very mm-hmm. inviting. It smells nice. Mm-hmm. And it's like, just imagine, you know, like a nice bakery shop. Mm-hmm. And it's just great. Also, the owner, he notices, is curvy and radiant. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so she intru- she introduces herself to, uh, herself to them. She's super warm and friendly. And this is so cute, right? Like He's very self-conscious because, you know, he's covered in soot, obviously, and all sweaty. And, yeah, you know, like, he doesn't look his best. He doesn't look his best. It's very sweet. And so uh, one of his brothers makes a joke and she laughs and he feels a, je- a stab of jealousy even though he's met her like literally half a minute ago but yeah. <laughs> he's like no no laugh at me no laugh at me <laughs> laugh at my jokes and so <laughs> she gets them some cinnamon rolls and Mark winds them up so his brother because he can already tell that he's horny for the Horn- shop owner yeah. yeah I put hornry hornry I for gore <laughs> like the role amazing like it's yeah. it's described in so much detail like how fluffy and soft and honestly, sweet it is honestly it's so sensual it's so sensual I was yeah. getting like so hungry just I listening know. to like all the things I was just sitting there like, oh, oh I can fucking have a cinnamon roll yeah. Like, fuck yeah and like the coffee you know also fucks yeah. uh, also obviously Annabeth also not yet yet but she fucks in the she, in yeah. the metaphorical sense yeah. for now she's sexy she's sexy yeah and so she gets some, some more roles as well and <laughs> Also right, so she gives them rolls for free because they're her first customers, and this is gonna become a recurring theme in this book. I like love it so much, she's, I, she's got no business. She's sense. got no business sense at all. I mean, you know, it's wholesome, but realistically, I don't know. She's trying her best. <laughs> she's trying. That was quite cute. So they have a reconversation, and you know, like the the boys just kind of talk about how good the roles are, how they're gonna tell everyone. Um, yeah. You know, that they need to go to a shop and try those roles. All these, all these things, and Dane thinks to himself that he's just met the woman of his dreams. Oh my god, that's so cute! You know, right? Like he's high key got a. Um, he's got a big crush on her. He, yeah, and he's got a BBW kink. Oh, big 
beautiful woman. woman yeah, 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 he yeah, he, he, he does. does. Yeah, because he describes you know like how pretty she is and everything, and how. But it's not even like how pretty she is. It's like how pretty she is because she's curvy. Oh, like, oh, yeah. oh definitely, yeah. Because he says like, oh, you know, she's so nice and she's so friendly and you know, and, and especially and, because you yeah, know yeah, she, yeah, exactly. she's thick. He likes she, thick. So this is also where we get the quote. His inner bear stirs. <laughs> <laughs> and he thinks to himself, well, she's not a bear shifter, so how can she be his fated <laughs> mate? And he is big confusion. And so we get a very brief mention of his backstory. So his, his ex didn't vibe with the whole bear shifter thing. So this is how we find out that he's a bear shifter, <laughs> which we could have guessed but from the title. But yeah, so there we go. <laughs> So it's like it's like werewolves, but instead of werewolves, it's the werebears. The werebears. Yeah. <laughs> so it's time for it's time for the guys to go back to the ranch because of course they live on a ranch, and so there's a very cute goodbye, you know, like it's very wholesome, um, all that. So she comes. So we go back to Annabeth. Once again, I think it's like the next day or a few days later, and Dane comes by and offers to help help her lift some shit because yeah. you know she's got all these like isn't it like it, she she didn't expect her place to be this popular so she's had to run out and get like so much shit like all these bags of flour yeah yeah yeah, yeah no 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 that yeah, yeah exactly that's it but so um i mean she kind of thinks to herself at first like oh you know she couldn't stop thinking about this sexy piece of ass <laughs> <laughs> but yeah you, you were right exactly so because the uh, bakery is a massive success like especially the cinnamon rolls which is good but uh, yeah as you were saying so because there's only like one restaurant supply shop because they are out in the sticks it's like an hour away as well yeah ex- yeah yeah exactly it's super far away so she needs to like drive her in, little, in her little prius and load up <laughs> her little shitty prius Yes. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I know. And like so they carries, you know, like all the sex of flour and the sugar and the creative butter inside and she gets so turned on. Like once again oh, direct quote. Big man hef, 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 so they have some smaller talk as well and he notices her California license plate and so at first he kind of evades the question about why she moved out there and yeah she's kind of you know diverts and just mentions how it's been like a busy few weeks you know getting her business up and running mm-hmm. uh, but how Maggie's brother has helped her um, has, helped, yeah, has helped her out a lot and so Dane shares that he's been a volunteer firefighter since high school but his real job is managing the family ranch since his dad died which is quite sweet. I mean, obviously it is, but yeah. It is actually quite, it is quite sweet, sweet. Isn't it? So not only does he have time to manage a whole, like, cattle ranch, yeah. he also is a volunteer firefighter. Because he's just that selfless. Because he is just a babe. He's just an absolute babe. Well, he's so hunky. Uh, he is so hunky. <laughs> which they also notice because she thinks to herself, something hot and urgent flared, between, flared to life between them. <laughs> Oh. So uh, uh, once again, this is chapter two, you know. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, it, it this moves extremely quickly. Like they're like, just immediately horny for each other. Yeah, exactly. Uh, like also, this is gonna re- recur later on. Like they they move quick. Yeah, and yeah. So Annabeth offers him some coffee, but he's gotta go. Um, so you know, good night, sweet dreams, and everything. And you know, he touches her, and it's like, ooh. <laughs> and that's the end of the chapter. Amazing, amazing. 
Yeah, chapter three begins with Dane again, and he's thinking about how he has to stay away from Annabeth, but he also, like, can't get her off of his mind. Like, he's clearly got a major crush on her. Oh, fuck yeah. And it feels right when he is with her, or, like, when they kind of, like, brushed hands while he was, like, handing her things. He's, like, he's, like, fantasising about it once again. And his mum catches him kind of, like, daydreaming about her. Um... We also get like a bit of kind of backstory on his on his mum. So they live at this place, which oh my god, this is the first of many. Not that the title doesn't obviously have like bear in it, but this is the first of many bear mentions. There's so many bear puns, like everything. Is so bear they live themed. at a place called Grizzly Creek. <laughs> oh my god, because you know they're bear shifters, <laughs> and there's five of them. So mum is taking care of all of them and she's quite a no-nonsense woman. She's kind of had to like pick up like after all of the, uh, after her husband died, she's kind of had to just like handle this household with like five boys boys running around. Like, oh my God, that would be madness. So she pries about his little crush on the new baker because I'm pretty sure like one of the brothers kind of let it slip. Well, they definitely did. That he was like oh, a bit enamoured with her. They're little shits, the brothers. They but, like, are. In the, in the best way. But it's in very like cute. a in a very sweet sibling way, not oh, in like sure. a like a bullying way. Yeah. Kind of like a. <laughs> um, but mum kind of warns him that they can't really be together as she isn't a shifter obviously she doesn't know that they are fated mates so he's in way too deep for this kind of conversation so despite all the kind of warnings and his own kind of uh, apprehension he does go to see her about a week later and again offers to help with her shopping and he goes on about how Oh, sorry. She goes on about how attractive he is because she's like, "Oh, he stayed away for a week. Glad to see him again." But uh, she does wonder why he didn't come see her sooner, and she gets a bit self-conscious about it, and she kind of admits to him, uh, "Like, oh, did I do something wrong? Like, why haven't you been around for a while?" To be fair, once again, like they've met twice, and he's a customer. Like, yeah, like he doesn't need to. Yeah, yeah, like he doesn't owe you anything. But he kind of makes up an excuse about it being calving season and that's why he's not being which is like a half lie because it is but like with the like the timing of it but also yeah. it's like that's not the only reason. So they joke about how well her business is doing and they talk about <laughs> fucking hell this is so funny there's a bit of like a not, maybe not gentrification thing in this, but like they talk about how like ev- the world is changing to suit the needs of the new generation. So he's talking about how like there's a need for organic beef. And, oh yeah, that's coming uh, up. <laughs> and, and, um, and that's why his ranch is doing so well because yes. they're like grass fed, well kept. Like, and and I just put like fucking Gen Z at it again, <laughs> helping the economy. There's like there's a couple of instances where this is <laughs> kind of a thing things, where it's yeah, like, like, oh my god, like these Gen Z need like all these millennials need like all these special requirements for to eat things it's just like it, it just made me laugh um yeah this important part uh, she's like hurt her hip on a standing mixer it's essentially like on the ground and she keeps yeah. bumping into it it's fucking massive, but yeah. it's so heavy that she can't just like lift it and move it out of the way and he obviously notices that she's kind of like a bit sore and he asks if she's okay and she explains the situation and he offers to move it for her but she's like 
look, this is like an industrial standing mixer, it's okay. But because he's a bear shifter, he like lifts it up on his pinky or whatever. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, where'd you want it? And she's like, whoa, okay. Completely not suspicious. He's like, like try to act human. Yeah, exactly. They're not hiding it no, like very at well at all. No. But, yeah. Um, so she's very impressed by his big muscles. Oh, and he kind of makes a joke about how it's like his country strength. Like he's like, oh, he like puts on like a proper like country accent, and he's like, what's it like proper cowboy shit? Where he's like, yeah, hoop them cows, and like I can't do it, but it's, it's, it's very funny. <laughs> you you try. I'm, I'm trying my best. I'm trying my best. And they kind of joke about how it's like it's it's, it's country boy strength, oh, yeah. and he flirts with her about it, which makes her really nervous because he's like, oh, you're the prettiest gal in town, like all these things. Uh, he compliments her hard work and her very tasty treats and the fact that she's running the whole place by herself. Yeah. So she's kind of like, yeah, I know, like, I actually need to find someone to maybe work the counter because she is literally doing the baking, the serving, the till, like, all of the jobs. Oh, yeah, exactly. This herself. Is, this is, like, impossible to um, keep up. Yeah. yeah. It's, yeah. It, you it's, can't it's do that. Mad. And Dane kind of casually mentions that his cousin is looking for a part-time job so they set up an interview for her in a couple of days isn't it yeah something like that uh yep and then they finally get to the fucking shopping which is why he was there so he helps her unload and all and uh, once again she offers him free pastries and coffee for life (laughs) for life oh my god like no wonder you're broke baby like literally it's like okay like i know you're running this whole business by yourself so like obviously you're very grateful when someone does help you out but this is not good business sense like this is not how you make money (laughs) in a business so but it's kind of cute because he makes her promise that he is her one and only kind of like oh only if I'm the only one who helps you do your shopping wink 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 love me (laughs) you know and there's no other men helping her out so he gives her his number on his business card that has a fucking bear paw on it. Oh, oh my god. Oh, so good. <laughs> and yep, she makes him a little to-go box, which is obviously for fucking free. And as she's like passing it over to him, they ca- they touch hands again. Ooh. And she, she thanks him for all his work. And Dane realises it's just getting more difficult for him to stay away from her. And it isn't smart getting involved with a human because of his past, his dramatic past that we don't know about. But he just can't control himself anymore. So he reaches across the counter and he kisses her neck and it's very sensual. And we're like, (laughs) also it went from zero to a hundred. We were like, (laughs) I just feel like right because if you're kissing somebody for the first time and if you imagine like leaning in and then they kiss your neck rather than like your lips, that would be a bit weird. I'd be like, "Mm -hmm." like, okay, I guess, (laughs) I guess. So they kind of forget that other people can see them and they get really hot and heavy with this kind of makeout session. Yeah, they're like snogging. Like, it, yeah. it, there's there's a moment where it's like he's going to jump over the counter and, and, and fuck, fuck her, right her on the floor yeah. kind of vibes. Yeah. Um, but before they can get to that, his brother Evan walks in on them. Of course he does. And he makes kind of a joke about it. Yeah. Uh, but Dane gets really embarrassed and he literally just runs away. <laughs> Which is so funny. Like, he's just like, okay, bye. He doesn't even say bye. He just literally goes, well, <laughs> runs off. Oh, so, so sweet. Annabeth is left horny and dazed, 
And Evan apologizes, obviously, because yes. he's kind of ruined their little romance. their little escapade. But also because, like, it was like in a public business, or like it was about to happen, pretty much, you know. At least it was Evan that walked in, yeah, and not exactly. like a complete stranger. <laughs> Can I get served? He's like, "Hello, <laughs> are you open? <laughs> Can I get a coffee, please?" <laughs> so she does think it's good that nothing else happened. Because obviously they were literally in the middle of her fucking shop. Yeah. But Dane has been the best kiss of her life. Yeah. And Evan admits that Dane really likes her. Aww. So he kinda he comforts her in the way he's like, I know he just ran off there, but he does actually really, really like yeah. you, so don't worry. And yep, he makes her promise that she won't hurt Dane because he's been hurt in the past. And oh, maybe man. everything isn't what they're what it seems with their family. Ooh, he's dropping some hints. And yeah, he's dropping some 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 subtle some subtle strangeness. <laughs> yeah, that's chapter three. Well, uh chapter four open goes back to Dane and well he just tries to distract himself, you know, with work on the ranch and you know the firefighting over the next few days. Yeah. But he just can't stop thinking about fucking Annabeth 24-7. Like, it's... Mood. Yeah. <laughs> Mood. Mood. It's what's on his mind. Uh, there's nothing else. But obviously he has, you know, his concerns, like, what if she doesn't like his persona, or... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I just didn't expect that. <laughs> Tell me I'm wrong, though. No, you're not. You're totally not. That's so funny. Or also, he, he, want, he worries that she has somebody else, even though they just kissed, but yeah. And, well, Evan, you know, talks to Dane and he, he suggests just going for it because, you know, what's the worst that could happen? Yeah. <laughs> and this is really funny what you're saying, you know, the brothers are little shits. So he <laughs> says, like, oh, you know, well, if you won't, I might. Like, she's really pretty and very yeah. nice. <laughs> and Dane, like, loses his shit. <laughs> it's very, it's very Twilight esque. It's very Twilight esque, yeah. And he's like, no, she's mine. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> and it's so funny because Evan just starts laughing and it's like, yeah, I wasn't gonna. Like, I, I just was winding you up. Yeah, yeah, I just wanted you to admit to it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Which is uh, which is just the attentive, you know, like that they needed. But so at first, so if you re- remember Roger from chapter one. He, oh, way back. <laughs> way back. Uh, he phones Annabeth now and is begging her to come home and he's been messaging and calling her daily while she's trying to, you know, like, build her business and, like, you know, get a life for herself. So that's stressful. Like she doesn't have enough to fucking do. Exactly. And so, like, I mean, she, she does feel a bit sorry for him, but, like, mostly she really just wants him to leave her alone, which is understandable. And she's just being, like, a whiny little bitch. Like, he's being proper, like, an abusive, like, dickless fucknugget. Like, <laughs> that's the one. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Like, I can't, I cannot overstate what a little bitch he is, and like, what a dickhead. <sighs> and he's like, "Why are you punishing me like this?" It's like, well, you deserve it. Like, my god, fucking asshole. Exactly. And but like, even like while they're on the phone, you know, Annabeth just realizes how much better she feels without him. And like, yeah. you know, there's nice people here. Like, there's no, she doesn't feel the constant anxiety that she's had like while being with him. And so she dumps him for good. Like, it's like no, like it is even though like just like ghosting him to the extreme by moving away like wasn't enough of a message. Like but she's like the wedding is off. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, not Fuck for it. Yeah, like, like go, go away. Yeah, which is like you know I put in the notes just like yes queen like I'm you know so proud of her girl boss. 
Yeah, she's a proper girl boss. Uh, but Russia doesn't like that, obviously. And just before that, he was all like, oh, please take me back. And then he just, like, blows up and starts calling her names and just being, like, really nasty to her. Yeah. And she just hangs up. Like, fuck yeah. Fuck and, yeah. But obviously, you know, like, she she still is a bit shook, uh, you know, because, like, I mean, obviously that is troubling. Um, and so also, you know, in light of how things are going with Dane, she's a bit wary of, you know, rushing into anything new mm-hmm. because obviously that's quite a, you know, like, intense emotional place to be in. Yeah. And yeah, that was everything that happened in that chapter. Yeah. Uh, chapter five starts off with, like, a major hint that this is not going to be a good day for Anna. Yeah. Which is amazing so she's doing all her prep work for the cafe and she feels like she's in like a proper groove where she's like she's got this mixer on for this and then she's got the oven on for this and she's like working really efficiently but as she's doing that there is like a power cut oh no in her bakery and she's like well shit Uh, So she starts to make a plan about how to handle the day whilst her power is off and she's like hopefully it turns on by this time like I've got X amount of pastries and I've got some coffee brewed so I can open for a short amount of time and then I've got to like hopefully sort that mess out by then and she's kind of like annoyed because all the things in the standing mixers are obviously going to go off so she needs to bin all them and it's just like oh. Also it shows again though like how actually like resourceful and like you know like independent she actually is you know. Like immediately she's just like right okay. Okay this is what we're doing you know. Yeah Yeah. exactly exactly so she she doesn't even like kind of be like well today's fucked I'll just close the whole thing she's like I'll get what I can and if it isn't sorted by this time, then I'll just have to close, but yeah. hopefully I'll get it done by then. Um, and she's quite sad when people start to kind of arrive because Dane isn't around. Aww. And she kind of wants to message him, but then she's also like, mm. like as you've said, she's a bit hesitant about diving straight in, so maybe it isn't the best to just immediately ask for the man's yeah. help. Maybe she can try and sort this on her own. So she explains the, the situation to the customers that start to arrive, and it goes pretty well for a couple of hours but her landline keeps ringing which did confuse me if she has a power cut oh that's a good point yeah <laughs> I actually hadn't realised that in the first round bit of a plot hole I was like yeah yeah but anyway okay her landline keeps like incessantly ringing so she picks it up and obviously it's Roger which is very scary because that means he has managed to find her like work phone which is different from her mobile exactly obviously. because he knows where she is now yeah, yeah like he knows exactly where she is yeah. which is worrying so he has seemingly ignored the talk they had last night he's acting like gaslight gatekeep girl boss yeah. he is acting like nothing has happened yeah. and he's kind of been like oh yeah, I was thinking of like white roses for the wedding reception. She's like, "What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> like, My guy, we're not getting married. <laughs> fuck off!" And she kind of tells him off really like aggressively, like, yeah. foot down. But Evan and Mark overhear her conversation because they're waiting in line. Yeah. So then she realizes, "Oh no, like this is not so great." Because obviously they might tell Dane, and this yeah, is it doesn't look good. Because obviously they don't have all the context, you know. Yeah, so exactly. It does not look good. But actually they're really nice about it they just kind of tease her and they're like oh like who's that like a boyfriend she's like ex-boyfriend yeah. 
Um, and yeah, they have a bit of banter because it's like one cinnamon roll left, and like Mark says something kind of cheeky. So then she's like, "Well, I guess Evan gets the cinnamon roll then." And it's like, it's, it's really it's, sweet it's actually. Cute. Yeah, like the brothers um, are actually really cute as well. Yeah, like, like they 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 immediately um are so nice to her, which I did appreciate. Like they're just they're just yeah, really welcoming. It's, it's a really nice yeah, family. It is very nice. But obviously the phone keeps ringing because Roger cannot give up. Uh, so she obviously keeps picking up his calls and then being like fuck off and then hanging up and eventually she just starts ignoring the phone so this dog keeps coming into her cafe while all this is going on and obviously that's a like a health hazard so she's like fuck like she's trying to deal with this dog getting in because every time someone opens the door to come in the cafe it's like sneaking in she's like fuck off so she keeps like chasing that out and the phone keeps ringing so she keeps telling Rogers to fuck off and eventually she's just like I'm gonna have to change my landline because now he knows like my number yeah and then this like tourist woman comes in and she's got a dog with her it's not the same dog that's outside it's a different dog it's like a little yappy shit and she's annoyed that there's no gluten-free organic options which okay someone who has like food intolerances I never get annoyed at a place when yeah, they exactly, don't have because something. You can, you can ask obviously you know but like, I always ask because like obviously if there's cake you I wa- would like to have you a cake I just want to eat <laughs> I would like to have a meal but like see if a, like especially a small town cafe yeah that's clearly brand new yeah like independently owned independently yeah. owned like fair enough she doesn't have time yeah. to be making like a set like chip because see when you make gluten free things you have to wipe all the surfaces oh, yeah. you have to use completely different like you equipment need to make proper sure like, yeah. yeah otherwise you can get like sued yeah so, like, <laughs> if you poison somebody fair enough yeah. that Annabeth does not have the time to do that yeah. but anyway this woman is Karen from hell <laughs> and she's getting so pissed off and Annabeth is trying to explain to her that no dogs are allowed in but the Karen is arguing that her dog is an emotional support animal. <laughs> so Annabeth's just like, whatever, I don't care, like, fine. Oh, God. She's far too stressed out and tired to argue with her yeah. for this day. So this woman struts off in a half because there are no organic vegan <laughs> things. And the locals around her uh, uh, in the queue are like really glad that she's fucked off. They're kind of like, thank fuck, like, I just want my coffee. Yeah. And she's been like, holding up the line for ages. Um, but obviously as she leaves the two dogs like as in her support animal and the fucking dog that keeps sneaking in start yeah. fighting oh outside the cafe or like in the cafe and it's like so stressful and Roger's calling her again and like it's like it, it's very much like an overstimulation moment oh yeah where, there's like, like too many there things are so going many on. things oh, going yeah. on she's just standing there like <sighs> but eventually like they manage to get the dog off the other dog or like something happens where one of the dogs yeah, runs off fuck, yeah like it, it breaks it's, up it's a stressful moment for a couple of seconds and then it's done but the, obviously the bakery phone keeps ringing and then as if things can get any worse Dane and his cousin and a random woman walk in Ooh. and the woman's here to inspect the bakery oh. for like health and safety R.I.P. <laughs> well this is not good. No. This is not, not good at all. No. Um, 
So the health inspector is obviously not impressed uh, <laughs> that she's open despite having no power and like no cooling and all of these things. Yeah. <laughs> like there's no refrigeration. Yeah, it's not. There's a, oh, th- it's, it's, it's not. It's not good. It's not good. Um, she does have some situation like for the situation though. Some uh, she does have some sympathy, sympathy for the situation though. Um, and she offers to just reinspect tomorrow. Um, after they reassures her that they get the power back today. And, like you know, this isn't usually what it's like. Yeah. Uh, yeah, clearly, clearly exactly. a bad day for her. Yeah, they're getting it. Um, and so the annoying doggy uh, runs out and like he had been hiding. And Diane, what's his, which is the health inspector's name, is once again not impressed that there is a dog in the bakery. Um, because it's, it's like as well, like just as Diane has agreed to like come back the next day and yeah. being really sympathetic, this little shit, this is scampers out just like hi. <laughs> I need to fuck shit up. <laughs> so funny. Yeah, uh, but Dane once again obviously comes to the rescue. Uh, <laughs> so there's um yeah so he knows there's um uh, he he knows the dog it's like some neighbor's dog so he's gonna like you know um, go drop it off. Yeah, he's gonna go drop it off. Uh, but yeah, she, Diane tells Annabeth that she has to close for today, which is fair, you know. Yeah. And so, so they close and Dane and Annabeth go to. Bear's Lair restaurant. <laughs> oh, is that the Italian? Or is that the burger place? Ooh, I'm not sure actually. But I'm shocked there's not a Bear Grills. I know. Because that's, <laughs> yeah, that's peak comedy. That would be peak comedy. But maybe it's like copyright infringement or something. I don't know. <laughs> you can't use a real people. And maybe, yeah. No maybe, person's name. Yeah. Maybe Ophelia Sexton didn't want to be sued. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, like, why is everything bear themed? Like, we should make a tally. We should. We should. Take a shot every time a bear bear is mentioned. Ooh, we would not make it through this book alive. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like, well, like, once again, you know, like, Dane is the man. Uh, one of his firefighter buddies is an electrician. Classic. So, uh, yeah, obviously classic. So he says, yeah, you know, he can help you guys out. And Roger rings again. Woohoo! And um, Dane answers and he acts like a boyfriend. It's so cute. It's just so cute. He's like, this is her boyfriend. This is her boyfriend. What, what do you want? Like? <laughs> uh, yeah, because like Evan had told him about the phone calls, uh, like that Annabeth had been harassed by her ex boyfriend. Yep. So Dane fucking shows him. Yep. That's it. Is that that chapter? Yeah, that's, that chapter. that's so quick. Thank wow. Um, so yeah, it picks back up where the electrician has come to sort the stuff which I was confused right they went to dinner did they take the dog with them because at this point Dane goes to drop the dog off oh that's yeah I think they just I think they just left him there because like they also left because um, as you mentioned because like uh, Dane's Dane's brought uh, his cousin Kayla with him as well and like they just left him there as well Kayla's babysitting the doggy maybe okay cool enough fair enough anyway the point is the electrician is there to sort things out and Dane is away and Annabeth is sorting out all the spoiled food, but she can't obviously like get the standing mixers like yeah, out. To move, yeah. So when Dane comes back, he is big strong man once again, helping her like he like holds the mixer and she like scoops it out, but she's getting quite distracted by how nice his muscles no, look no. while he's doing it. <laughs> so Fred the Ele- <laughs> <laughs> I've just run ahead and I know that we had we had to pause the audiobook because we were so pissed off. <laughs> Sorry, so Fred the electrician explains that the circuit breakers had tripped. 
like she just never fucking checked the circuit break after her power went out like my god that's like that's like power cut 101 yeah and right? also because she like noticed that you know like the rest of the streets still had power so clearly it was just her building hmm like, like oh she, my god there's not even a mention where she like goes to check it out but like she doesn't have a key for it or like or like some kind of plot device oh yeah she just does not check yeah yeah no she doesn't even think about it that it's hilarious it's great (laughs) honestly like that would be me though in that kind of situation where like i i've got like i'm pretty intelligent no common sense (laughs) it's fair enough (laughs) you know (laughs) anyway uh so the reason that the circuit uh, breakers have tripped is because the wiring in the building is really really old and it can't handle all the equipment that she had running so obviously she had like three mixers on and the fridge and the fancy till and like all of these things that take a lot of power so she'll need to have um the whole of the wiring of her building replaced yeah which is obviously going to be so fucking expensive yeah that's like a big job and it's not even like some of the wiring like it's the entire building of the bakery and it's also it's needing done not just for her business but also the wiring is so old that it's actually a fire hazard oh yeah so obviously because fred's an electrician and a volunteer firefighter he's kind of like this is serious yeah do not do this again so Fred is a nice man, as everyone is in Bearpaw Ridge, and he offers to rewire her building for free if she will make him a wedding cake for his daughter's wedding. Because he has been admiring the kind of display one she had in the window, and he's been explaining, look, my daughter has this wedding, but all of the wedding cakes that we offered to do the wedding, uh, to buy the wedding cake for her as its tradition, but they're really expensive and we really want a pretty one. We don't want to cheap out. Yeah. So this is kind of the perfect exchange. But Annabeth, being Annabeth, <laughs> sweetens the deal. So he'll get free coffee for life now as well. Of course he does. Of course he will. Like it destroyed every single person in this whole fucking town. And I've wrote, which goddamn, stop it girl, you're losing your money because of free shit. <laughs> yeah, like she wonders why she's broke. <laughs> she keep, All the time she's mentioning, she's like, I'm making enough money to like get by, but like I don't really have enough money for like me, blah, 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 blah. You have a flu, you could have a flourishing business. Like you have a monopoly on yeah. baker at baked goods in this town yeah. and everybody loves it. You're pretty it. much like, the only bakery, right? Yeah, she's the only bakery, yeah. <laughs> like, babe. <laughs> She's clearly good at it as well, so it's like, so oh well. Anyway, she obviously says thank you so much to Fred for this offer, and she also thanks Dane for his help because he kind of helped de escalate and de stress the situation. He took her out for dinner or lunch, and Diane, the food inspector, is coming around again in an hour, so she enlists Kayla who's just been sitting there the entire time like a good teenager just on her phone mood she's just been sitting waiting so she's Might like oh fuck Kayla so she offers uh, if Kayla helps her clean she'll just hire her on the spot and Dane asks her out on a date after the inspection it's so but it's actually is it, is it not at this bit where um, Annabeth kind of misreads the situation because she invites oh yeah she invites Kayla and then and then Dane looks kind of embarrassed and then she kind of realises like oh no he actually asked me out on a date fuck 
Yeah, that, 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 that's the one. Like, that's when the uh, that's where the next, next chapter picks up. Um, so yep. it's, it's two hours later now. Everything's fine. You yep. know, she can reopen in the morning. And yeah, so Annabeth, you know, as he's just said, invites both of them for lunch. <laughs> but Kayla, you know, gets the hint and is like, oh, I got plans with friends. Like, you guys have fun. <laughs> Oh my god. Um, she's a good cousin. She's a good cousin. Uh, they get some burgers, and you know, it's very cute. Like, the restaurant has a very scenic view of like la- surrounding landscape. And <laughs> Maybe the ski resort. <laughs> <laughs> and so Dane kind of like touches on the subject of Roger um, and asks if he's always, you know, been this much of an asshole. Mm. And she gives him like a very vague answer. Like, once again, she doesn't really want to get into that much detail yeah and she thanks him again for all his help and he takes her hand and obviously she gets really horny from hand holding oh my god oh my god God, holding hands it's so sensual (laughs) oh my god and uh yeah so like it's really obvious to him that he would take care of her but he does recognize that she's uh, an independent woman but yeah. also because she's always had to be independent you know so like that's just how she is and like maybe it, can, it, it might be kind of nice to be taken care of a little bit at least yeah and she uh, she tells him you know that roger would have blamed her for not thinking about the wiring and i would have blamed her for not thinking I mean, about the wiring <laughs> To be fair, I mean, she's, you know, she's had a lot of shit going on, so... Like, it was you know, a busy day for her. Yeah, she's had a lot of... Yeah, it's, it's, it's been a busy busy few weeks. And she kind of started to think the same, you know, like, she's, you know, being the abuse victim that, that she is, like, she immediately um, looks at the fault for herself. Uh, mm-hmm. But Dane is having none of it. Mm-hmm. And he's like, no, like, you had so much going on, like, you're not an electrician, so why are you blaming yourself? It's, yeah. really, it's really cute. And this is this is really rough, right? But like, so she reveals that Roger used to send her like up- updating lists of girlfriend requirement tasks, like at the shopping, make dinner, you know, like buy lunch or whatever. And Annabeth is embarrassed about this, but like Dane is just angry, like at him, like how he dares to like yeah. do that. And so you know, Dane asks for more details, and like it's just like it's just really abusive. Like it's like, oh, be home by this time, you know, make this for me. All you of these must things. make this dinner, like. Yeah, exactly. And Dane is just like super sad and like really angry at Roger, and his eyes blaze green gold. <laughs> <laughs> And so they, uh, she kisses his fingers, and they both get horny, obviously. And just a little reminder, they are still in the middle of this restaurant. Um, It's really funny, right? So, like, this is, like, almost, like, you know, advertised as, you know, so there's bears, and, you know, like, it's, like, a a curry women um, Mm -hmm. thing, which is all entirely fair. But there's a lot of, like, public PDA. No. Exhibitionism. Exhibitionism. Yeah, the other one, exactly. It's, like, very much... You know they um, they make out in public a lot, and it's like yeah, so like that's that's that's, that's recurring. Much a, oh, anyone could see us right now. Oh, very much, yeah. yeah <laughs> and then Dane says to her, "I would like to take you home now." <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, my first note for chapter nine is, "Oh shit, I think it's gonna get sexy." Oh yes. <laughs> <laughs> so they leave the restaurant, obviously so horny. Um, in fact, they're so horny that he doesn't let go of her hand the whole way home, even while he's, like, driving. That's which is dangerous. Yeah, exactly. Your dad died in a road crush, my guy. Like Exactly. Spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, but they... I think they mentioned that earlier. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Anyway, point is, he parks behind the cafe, 
and she leads him up the stairs and they kiss with horny neat and he comments on how nice she smells <laughs> obviously i think that's actually quite, like i don't know if that's even like a bear thing because if you work in a bakery like all day oh, of course yeah, you're you gonna smell, smell like, like, yeah, like, like baked goods yeah oh it's oh, great amazing it's like when I worked in Subway, like I would smell like Subway bread when I came home. <laughs> and like that's not nice. Yeah, no, I get what you mean. But like it gets in your clothes. So Annabeth wants to fuck him very badly. But they're just kind of sitting like heavy petting and, well, not even sitting, standing, heavy petting, making out. And she's like trying to fiddle with the door, like behind her. And it's really funny. <laughs> it's pretty funny. Um, she finally manages to unlock the door. And again, yeah, I've said bit of an exhibitionist kink because yeah. it's very much like we're making out on the stairs where anyone could see us. Oh my god, we should like, probably get inside. Yeah. Let me. Oh, oh my god, I dropped my keys. Uh-huh. Yeah. So he asks for her consent in a very sexy way. I'm sure he's just kind of like, "Is this okay? Like, yeah. would you like me to continue?" Very it's like, sensual. Um, and she gets so horny that she feels like she will die. <laughs> And they are just standing in the hallway making out like teenagers. Even though the door is open. Of course it is. So they kind of head inside and she worries a bit about the mess of her place. Because obviously she didn't realise that horny sexy Dane would be coming home with her. But he doesn't mind at all and he actually compliments her place. Um, so a lot it's kind of mentioned like a lot of the things that she's got have been like thrifted um, obviously because she was trying to save money and be money savvy but the mattress is new Ew. though wink 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 nice mix. and it actually goes on a bit of a tangent <laughs> to describe how nice her flat is and we found this so funny because obviously it's just been like sex 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 they're gonna fuck and then like but look how nice that couch is. And we were like, like, look at this antique cabinet. Like, literally. And we were sitting there like, the ultimate fancy is owning a large apartment. (laughs) Exactly. It's like, see, I really find this. So obviously it's a, you know, it's a, porn book or like yeah. you know like an erotic romance novel yeah. but it, it it really caters to the true fantasy of owning like your own nice flat and like owning your own bakery like business small business small yeah. business it's like oh fuck yeah. <laughs> living in a small town yeah. like like all these things yeah exactly oh. like, like a n- nice town you know like nice yeah. landscape own yeah. business like oh yeah give me more <laughs> and we were sitting there like oh horny for it like, <laughs> the plot but like not the sex yeah exactly <laughs> the fantasy of running away from my life and opening a bakery in some small town and just like living oh Oh, it's real delicious yeah but they get back to kissing very quickly and she sips sips (laughs) (laughs) I mean she will she will sip later and she sits on his lap which makes him very excited (laughs) as you would say and they undress very slowly and consensually like every piece of clothing well obviously not like every piece of clothing but like the major ones it's kind of like is this okay if I do this and um, he begs her not to stop. Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah, so not only like, we, get a re- we really get into it. We get the actual like, sex. He gets the actual sex. Like, he has, it's being mentioned how he has a very sexy chest with cinnamon coloured nipples. Wrong time to take a drink. Oh my god. Uh, so there's a nice little dry hum that's initiated by her. Which is very cute. Um, but they, like, already need to break, otherwise he's gonna insta-come. Like... We've all been there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Am I right, ladies? Um, 
hours. Right. <laughs> so she's really excited to like get that dick out. Like, naturally. She's naturally. been waiting for it for she's like been... months. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, she's been pining. Well, I think it's more I've been like two weeks, but... <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, it feels like years. <laughs> yeah, it still feels like years. But because Dane is a wholesome king, he wants to give her a head first. Yeah, he is very focused on her pleasure. Yeah, exactly, which is great. Yeah. And also, like, he asks pretty please if he can see her boobies. <gasps> can you please? It's for me. It's for me. <laughs> it's for me. <laughs> I can have. <laughs> I can have boobies. I can have boobies. <laughs> Also, like she, she what, what I think is really nice, like she, she notices how you know, like the sex is so much more relaxed and like you know, it's just like generally nice than with Roger. Yeah, and great. they're having like banter as well yeah, while like it's the, going on, which yeah. is like that, just, that, that's like the sign of good sex. Oh, hundred percent. Where you can like laugh and yeah, and, just have fun. Yeah, because then be fun. And, you know? and be relaxed. Yeah, and like you know, he proper like worships her body. Like yeah. it's really cute. And he asked as well to take her pants off, but yeah. he he asked if he can do it with like a nice little striptease, and like which he really enjoys doing. As oh well. yeah, he's like, can you take your pants off? And she's like, yeah. And then yeah. He's like, no, 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 no. no. <laughs> she's like, oh, okay, he's like, okay, okay, okay. So she she sits on the sofa, and he kneels before her, and well, you know, dives right in. But once again, folds like. I'm Every sorry. book. Every single book. Like I'm sorry. Every like, book with a vagina. They were doing so well up until there, but oh well. And she's thinking again about um how about Roger, who was so shit at giving head, and he's not. <laughs> Let's say that. Roger did it like a task. Yeah, exactly. Whereas he has He like, does it like a pleasure. Yeah, exactly. He is like chomping down like a pig on a trough. Like <laughs> Mouth noises. Mouth noises. <laughs> and he asks, will you scream my name and you come? And like, if you've seen Archer, right? If I see a king of Creek, I'm like, yep, 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 yep. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, like, oh, they were saying like, they were saying like, you know, how it's, be- it's, it's better than chocolate. And he, yeah. he well, so. I made a, I made a note. He sims respectfully. He does sim he respectfully. He does sim respectfully. <laughs> um, yeah, so he wants to calm her even more, but like, you know, she wants to do something for him as well. Yeah. So it's his turn and she frees his cock. Uh, so it, it's pul- it's pulsing, which, okay, but also it's pressed against his belly. Oh, yeah, we were talking about this. We were this. talking about this, yeah. It's like, pulsing I can kind of get, because guys can move it without... Yeah, exactly, without, without noticing it. It's amazing. Yeah. But like also, like, pressed against his... I mean, you know, usually it's like, you know, it, it can stick up, but, like, proper pressed against his belly, that seems, like, uncomfortable, but... It's like, oh, how well. large is it as well, that it reaches, like, all... Do you know what I mean? Like... It's right there. I mean, that's right there. I mean, if it, if it stars here, like, I mean, that's not... I know, but like usually it's like here. So what I'm thinking is it's like yeah. Loop. Oh yeah, I didn't. I didn't I, I, <laughs> is it curved? I didn't think it goes up to like the ribs. I was thinking like it's, it's you know like like that kind. Yeah, of. but that's that's still big. I mean, even just to the belly button. I mean, that's what like it's like six inches. That's not massive. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> it's just impressive what it is. It, it sounds painful. It does exactly. It mostly just sounds painful. So they're having a little fumble, but like she wants that D, and safe sex. Like he puts on a condom, which is great, you know. Like and puts it on, which I think is really cool. It and is. there's some more mutual simping before fucking. They're like, you know, oh, you're so sexy. No, you're so sexy, and all of that before they get to it. But then his fucking phone rings. 
And it's not even like his phone rings and he can ignore it. It's like the specific firefighter oh, yeah. ringtone. So he it's knows the, like... It's the emergency line. Yeah, yeah exactly. And like, this is some next level blue balls. Like, he got the condom on it. Like, he is ready to like enter her pussy and like he has to go. So like, he puts the condom off, gets dressed and it's a car accident. So like, he, 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 he gotta go, you know. But uh, obviously they're all disappointed, but she understands. Yeah. And he asked if he could come back after finishing the call. Wink, wink. <laughs> and yeah, she's like, yeah, okay, of course, you know, like, so obviously and nobody's loving this, but she leaves the door unlocked, uh, waiting for Dane to come back. And this is where he end. I can remember uh, as soon as that thing was mentioned, I was like, <gasps> Roger's going to come in and he's going to say something know. right. <laughs> It didn't, it didn't happen to work. <laughs> <laughs> I just remember I spoke like, don't leave the door unlocked. <laughs> <like, "Don't laughs> just, just unlock it when he knocks. Just that because she, she mentions it explicitly, you know, it's like Chekhov's yeah. door. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, foreshadowing, foreshadowing. Chekhov's gun. <laughs> no. So uh, Dane doesn't come back. Rip. Uh, so Annabeth gets thinking that it's just a friends with benefits situation. Like he didn't really care enough to kind of come back. And she does start to doubt her sexiness and self-worth. Which girl? No. But she has a lot of anxiety that she's done something wrong and that maybe he wasn't actually having, like, maybe he's, like, had time to think about it now and he's like, oh, maybe I shouldn't have done yeah, that. Yeah, I like, didn't like what you see. Huh? It was, like, a yeah. heat of the moment kind of situation. Yeah. But despite that, she realises that she does feel like she belongs in Bearpaw Ridge. Everyone has been so nice to her and they value her so much and they treat her like she matters, which she does, and this is the first time she's ever felt at home. So regardless of what happens with Dane, she is going to stay here, uh, no matter what it takes. Um, so Dane does end up texting her instead, and he apologises for having to stay the night at the hospital, as he knows the person that was in the accident. So essentially the emergency call that he got was a, I think, car crash? Yeah, yeah, it was a car, it was a car, it was a car crash. crash. It was a car and crash. he knows the person that was driving, and it was a young man, and he's decided to stay in hospital with him as his parents were a couple of hours out, so he didn't want him to be alone in the hospital. Which, again, showing how nice of a man yeah, Dane is. He's so wholesome. <sighs> yep. Um, so she feels really relieved that he still likes her enough to message her and explain yeah. why he wasn't there. So she goes down to work and Kayla arrives and they work together really ne- like well. Obviously they've only just cleaned up together but this is like their first official working day together yeah. and it goes really well. Um, business is once again booming even after yesterday's disaster and Diane pops in just to get some cakes because obviously she evaluated them yesterday and she said, yep, yeah, you guys are doing great. So they have a nice wee conversation about yeah. how like Diane doesn't want to be the bad guy. She just visits these places because it's her job, obviously, and she wants everyone to be safe and Annabeth like, respects that so there's like no hard feelings yeah. over like the disaster that was yesterday. Once again, the ultimate fantasy, like authority, like people from authorities being, you know, like working with you and being right. Right, like, right. Fuck it. Exactly. <laughs> so uh, later on, Dane visits her at work and he brings pizza and beer for them to share and he waits for her to finish. Like, he doesn't even be like, oh, come on, let's go. Like, he's, he just sits there like yeah, a patient little boy and he's like, know. okay, let's continue our date from yesterday. I bought you food and beer. Here we go. I wait. He's cute. so sweet. It's and so they uh, chat over dinner about her good day and his neighbour who was in the accident and he apologises for not bringing dessert. 
and she makes a joke about him being the dessert. Oh, God, so, so naturally it gets very sexy once again. Because, <laughs> you know, he has the ultimate blue balls, as you said. They've got some unfinished business. They definitely do. So naturally she begins to undress him and again he apologises for leaving. Like They're really like uh, careful about the other person's feelings, which yeah. is really nice and they're very reassuring of each other. Uh, so they decide to make up for what they didn't get to do the night before. And just to mention, because it is kind of repeated throughout the book, his skin is warm. And I was thinking it's a bit of like a Twilight thing again. Like, you know, Very Jacob much, yeah. has like heat that he gives off, just yeah. as like a, a were wolf. <laughs> Jacob werewolf? Werebear. Dame werebear. Wires crossed. <laughs> yeah. So he gets naked and she admires him. He is one fine specimen of manhood. He is a honk. And they get really flirty and cheeky with each other. And again, it's really sweet. They're really relaxed. They make out. She gives them lots of hickeys. Like, they're teenagers again. Yeah, they are teenager He really likes that, obviously. Uh, She feels like the urge to mark him. So no other girl goes for him. So that's kind of why she's doing it. And it's like very primal. And again, oh, yeah. I was sitting there like, oh, maybe she is like a bear shifter and she like doesn't oh, I think know. It, all right. No, I think it's just like, I mean, overall, like, this is quite, both of them are quite possessive. possessive yeah. 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 I know. I was just saying, I was like, oh, maybe this is like a situation where Ooh. like, oh, who knows? Yep. Uh, but that's not all she sucks on. She sucks on his titties! <laughs> on his titties! <laughs> and she gives him a little nibble! On his cinnamon titties. On his cinnamon titties. <laughs> and she gives him a little... Yep. And again, they've got to be safe, so the condoms comes out, and he jokes about her teddy bear undies, because he's a bear! Oh my god. And, like, we didn't need another bear reference. He's like, Take oh, a shot. I like bears. And she's like, yeah, so do I. And you're like, oh, fuck off. Like, oh my god. Oh, this is so meta. Anyway, they start fucking... But it is very, I think, slow at first. He's, like, kind of checking that he isn't hurting her. But when he realises that he isn't, he impales her on that deck. He's got pummels for it, yeah. Yep. Uh, But she finishes and he is not done yet. Nah. They keep going and going and going. Even when he finishes, it still isn't done. Also. He... Oh, my God. Right. You've just read that, right? He... After he finishes, and he's like, I'm not done yet, he eats Uh, her out, which, first of all, a chef is not afraid of his own cooking or whatever. He's got a condom on, it didn't matter. But then he opens up her fanny with his thumbs, like a speculum. (laughs) I can't remember why, maybe to just get a better kind of... It's it's not explained. It's just, you know, he's just eating her out, and then, you know, so it's about, you know, like, oh, you know, tongue... <laughs> it was most plop. Like I don't, I, I, I don't know why. He, he very much just like, bleh, bleh. so the both of us were like, oh no. Why? Yeah. So naturally, from eating her, he gets hard again, and they go at it like rabbits. But he still isn't done, and I've just wrote, "Girl, you're poor vagina." <laughs> um. <laughs> other things to mention: he licks her belly button at one point. <laughs> which both of us dry heaved at. I can literally not think of a worse sensation than someone's tongue in my belly button. I know it's someone's kink somewhere. I'm sure they like it. 
But also <gasps> the other way around, like the belly button is literally the dirtiest place on your body. Yeah. Like it's e- like where e- all the dirt ex- of your body collects. Exactly. Like, e- eating ass is more hygienic than eating belly yeah. button. It's like, so it's like like yeah, like most people wash their ass pretty well. Don't know a single person who really scrubs out their yeah, belly button. Yeah, exactly. Like oh. anyway. Ah. He also admits that he's been dreaming about her, which makes her really happy. Uh, but she's like too horny to be able to compliment him correctly, so she's just like, "You good at sex?" Yes, which is <laughs> <laughs> really good. Mood. And yep, yeah, again, he dives back into her pussy and eats her out until <laughs> she like grabs him by the scruff of the neck. She's like, "No, come back in!" And like rubs him back up, and nice. they fuck again. And like it just keeps going. Yeah, like, this chapter right. is so long. Cause they, they just add like like five times. They just don't stop. Minimum. Like how much energy do these people have? Like eventually they are done, and she is satisfied but sore. And he asks for permission to stay the night, which I again I think that's really Once sweet. Cute, like yeah. again, setting boundaries. Oh, it's really sweet. They fall asleep together, spooning. It's really cute. But unfortunately, they don't rest for long because the phone wakes him up and shock horror, it's Roger. So not only has he found like her mobile phone, obviously, he's found her um, cafe phone. He's now, phone li- he's now found like her landline phone like in her phone, apartment, yeah. which again, terrifying. So um, obviously, Annabeth is having none of it. She like slams it down. But Roger being Roger, he keeps ringing, 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 and it's like he doesn't even like wait a couple of minutes. He's just like constantly pressing the button, so yeah. they keep hearing the voicemail for like two seconds of silence, and then the ring again. So both of them are getting really pissed off. Dane the bear specifically wants to get out, and he wants to fuck up Roger for being such a prick. Fuck yeah! He doesn't like how his mates unhappy, so eventually he just picks up the phone and he tells Roger to get lost and he calls Annabeth his girlfriend again and it's really sweet and Annabeth kind of shyly asks him if he meant to call her that like was it just for show or did he actually mean it and no he 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 means it and he realizes that he's actually not officially asked her out so he does and at first she thinks she thinks he's joking but he calls her the prettiest girl in town and lots of other nice things. To be fair, they did just, you know, fuck for all, like, a lot. So, yeah. like, he, yeah, clearly he finds her attractive. Yeah, clearly, yeah. clearly. But, again, she yeah. just can't get it in her head that this yeah. hot-ass man loves her. But he does. And he says, uh, like, please, please be my girlfriend. And she says yes. And they have some nice kisses. And it's very sweet. And, uh, unfortunately, the man and the bear <gasps> are still at war because he knows he's not supposed to love a human but he does and he decides that he will tell her soon about his werebearness <laughs> and he recounts his ex Tonya finding out and how she had a bad reaction so again it's just foreshadowing to like yeah. something has gone there, down there's more shit going on yeah. there's more shit going on like this is not the whole story hopefully we will find out soon yeah. oh my God. that was like the longest sex scene I've ever read. I know, right? <laughs> it, it went on for far too long. It went on for far too long. <laughs> well, unsurprisingly, the next day, Annabeth has some sex injuries. Like, she's overall a bit sore. <laughs> no, no shit, Sherlock. <laughs> no shit, Sherlock. <laughs> but, like, she, you know, she doesn't buy this, like, doesn't matter her sex. Like... <laughs> she's actually quite proud, isn't she? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she, she is, yeah. But, you know, she's having, she's having a good day. Like, Kay- Kayla's around helping out the bakery. She's got dinner with Dane coming up. 
And also, Annabeth notices uh, Kayla, you know, just like casually make, uh, lifting that like massive floor mixer. Oh, yeah. And she's like, what? Because she's like a teenage girl. And so, like, if Annabeth can't lift it, Kayla shouldn't be able yeah, to lift Kayla it. Yeah, Kayla should not be able to lift it. And so, Kayla kind of like tentatively asks what she knows about the family. And, well, she doesn't know that they're bear bears, so, you know, it's not that. And so, Kayla's just like, okay. And Annabeth thinks about, you know, like, all the weird shit that, like, doesn't really quite add up. And Kayla drops that there is something that she should know about, but she won't go into detail just there. Yeah, she's like, you should have a conversation with Dave. Yeah. It's not my place to say. Yeah, exactly. Which is, you know, which is fair. And also, like, their date falls through, unfortunately, uh, because there's wildfires have broken out in the area. And Fred Barker's wife, the electrician guy, comes around and asks for donations. Also, Barker. Because I'm pretty sure he's a wolf shifter, isn't he? Oh my god! I don't even pick up on that. That is hilarious. I oh know, my god, right? My god, my god. Oh, it's fuck. It's just painful. Also, I'm pretty sure his electrician business has like a bear pun as well. Like it's oh my god. Yeah, it's painful. <laughs> Obviously, once again, Annabeth offers to supply breakfast for all the firefighters for free. Because, you know, she has no business sense. <laughs> once again. She's too kind. Exactly. And, you know, I mean, she, she is very worried about Dane, you know, and all the other guys. Yeah. Um, and they have no cell phone signal where they are. Um, and they're also, they're, like, a bit too busy. Yeah, exactly. They're, like, a, a little busy. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so, like, uh, I think her name is Linda. Mm-hmm. Um, it says like yeah you know for now like they, for now they're fine and so the next morning and they stay closed in the morning um, but they do make stuff to give to the firefighters yeah they make once like, again. is it like sandwiches and lots of like yeah just in general you know fresh like fresh baked goods oh like, yeah like big things of coffee yeah, yeah, they get yeah. the coffee things. Yeah, all of all of these things and you know so two two other girls Emma and Sophie who are explicitly mentioned like tiny scrawny teenage girls you know just like lift all these like big coffee urns and like pastry boxes mm-hmm. with zero effort and of course she also made extra breakfast for the girl to help her for free <laughs> of course <laughs> duh <laughs> but obviously she's always just got she's only got Dane on her mind 24-7 as she would oh she would uh, yeah it's kind of like the same procedure over the next few days uh, but at least she knows Dane's alive like she can't talk to him but mm-hmm. from other people who you know like run up supplies and stuff up like she knows he's alive and by day four the fire is contained yay there's a big party for the firefighters which of course she also gets free shit through oh and, yeah yeah obviously Fuck. And so um, everyone is there, uh, but at first she can't see either Dane or his brothers, so she's yeah. obviously sad about that. And well, he shows up uh, together with Mark and Evan, and you know, it's like, oh my god, you're there, kisses! And they, of course, they get horny and they make plans for dinner. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's all very wholesome. Uh, there's a little side thing, so Evan wears a jester's hat. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and so she's like, oh, what, well, what's up with that? And it's an award they have for being spectacularly dumb on the job. <laughs> Because he didn't park the fire engine right, like he didn't pull the handbrake on, and just fucking crashed into the police car. <laughs> also, Evan, fuck yeah. Evan said A cab. Evan did say A cab. <laughs> so funny. I wonder if you're gonna get censored for that. Probably. Maybe. Oh well, we stand up for our things. Well, also, like I mean, the tanker is fine. 
Oh no, the cop car isn't there, sorry. <laughs> yeah, the cop car is, <laughs> the cop fucking, car is not, smashed. Yeah, fucking smashed. <laughs> and so she, there she was made, no one in it. It was just yeah, a car. exactly. It's just a car. No worries. We, we we don't condone like physical violence. No, in this. no, no, no. Uh, yeah, then she makes him like a special clone clone cupcake really quick. Oh yeah, she does. <laughs> <laughs> it's quite funny. <laughs> But also like the like you know so they have like a little laugh about it and so you know the brothers also know obviously that you know they're like an official item now yeah. and they also say like he's gotta tell her the thing but so obviously she's confusion and yeah 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 it's just wholesome yeah it's it's, it's wholesome yeah um yeah. yeah so Annabeth heads on home to wait on Dane but as she's coming up the stairs she notices uh, that she has an envelope like in her litter box yeah mail slot yeah. if you're American um, and inside is Roger's pendant with a note that begs her to come home so this is a pendant that um, Roger had given to her and then she did something to displease him so he hid it from her or told her he had sold it like he he did something pretty fucked up again yeah. as, he, as he always did if to he punish her and she really really loved that pendant so he's clearly like bargaining now to bring her oh, back yeah. right so again this is another layer of terrifying he now knows where she lives she is obviously worried that he will come here and cause trouble and she's not really necessarily worried about herself like her uh, or anyone being hurt but what she is worried about is that Dane is so much bigger than Roger that he might like just kill him in anger oh yeah and then obviously he would be in prison <laughs> <laughs> they'll be not good <laughs> and, then, uh, and then she wouldn't have her boyfriend anymore <laughs> so she makes sure to hide the pendant and the note and she hopes that Roger is just like bluffing and he won't actually kind of come yeah. out uh, but Dana arrives with roses, which is really adorable, especially because he's like been working like for like a, what like a week solid, like no on like no sleep, and he yeah. still finds time to like go out get her some roses, sleep. come upstairs. So naturally, they have a big makeout session, and they eat some elk stew <laughs> for dinner with crusty bread, and we were both sitting there like. It's oh, cracking. That sounds yeah. so good. That sounds really nice. Like, like, can you imagine like a slow cooked el- oh. elk stew with like carrots I, and. I imagine it would be like better venison, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or like the same kind of like vibe. Uh huh, right? Fuck yeah. And I think as well, it's like um elk that someone gifted to her for being so kind with yeah, like the firefighters yeah, yeah, yeah. and stuff. Yeah, so again, yeah, it's just really sweet. Um, so they share a couple more kisses after dinner and some nice words. And naturally, it leads somewhere, so they start feeling each other up. And we actually get our first uh, blowjob. It is! We yeah. get our first blowjob scene! It's interesting. Um, so they're so enamoured with each other, they're so horny, that they just fuck on the floor. Sure. They're just on the floor. Which is which, so uncomfortable. Ow. Oh, yeah. Like, but... carpet burn first of all also on your spine ass. like yeah i'm sorry but like my back it cannot handle these things it, it do be hurting huh oh yeah it do, especially it do be like as soon as i like got older sorry <laughs> as soon as i wasn't a teenager before <laughs> my back like really hurts now. yeah exactly and like i think she's meant to be like she's in her 30s like, right no no i think she's like in her mid to late 20s mid to late 20s yeah. like she's got she's got back problems yeah as we all she's do. got back problems as we all do anyway point is uh, they both finish as expected <sighs> they are not done obviously 
and they go to bed and go at it again. <laughs> Mid shag, <laughs> Dane gets quite worried about whether she'll stay with him once he shows his like bare form. <laughs> Uh, which I think is so funny as well, like where you're just like you just get really self conscious about something that's yeah, kind of like, like randomly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like he's just like he's just worried about their relationship, obviously, because yeah. uh, he just loves her so much. Um, but he knows that they are meant to be together, so he just prays that it'll all work out. After they are done, Dane invites her to his ranch to meet the family, Ooh. which I was like. We are taking the next step. They are moving on in their relationship. On in their relationship. I mean, obviously, he's really nervous. Like, so this is. He's a nervous boy. He's a, he's a nervous boy in general. Like, he he's a shaking mess. He should be a, like <laughs> he, he should be more like a chihuahua shifter, you know. <laughs> so we're at Dane's place now at the ranch, uh, kind of like preparing for the dinner, and you know, <laughs> he he is being a chihuahua. He do be trembling. He do be trembling. And uh, the mum's also nervous because, you know, uh, Annabeth is no shifter. I was going to say Bella for a second there. Like. Sorry. They are very similar, aren't they? Yeah, they are. Not really, but I'm just kidding. Well, they, they, they kind of meet in the family scene and they're all like, nervous, nervous. Sure. But she has no idea. Yeah. But obviously Bella knew. Exactly. Anyway. But uh, yeah, the mum's also excited yeah. to meet her, obviously. Um but this is where she finds out that, in fact, Annabeth does not know about the bear thing. And she's like, my guy. <laughs> Dane, it's been like a month. Come on. Yeah, exactly. Like, you are clearly serious enough to, like, you know, introduce us. So, yeah. wife new told her. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, he's just been too chicken shit to tell her. Yeah. And Annabeth arrives and mum introduces herself very nicely. And, I mean, Dane's a bit worried that she's going to be offended that Annabeth brought dessert. But, like, it's all good. It's a weird... I think that's, like, actually quite a common thing. Like, especially in Britain, if you go to someone's house, you bring something. Oh, yeah, Usually not sure. dessert, but, like, chocolate or wine. Wine is a classic. Yeah. I, think, I think maybe it's because, like, I think there was something about how the She's implication really, like, would be... She's a very, like, house-proud woman, isn't she? Yeah. So, like... The implication would be that, like, oh, she can't feed them. It's some weird hospitality thing. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so it's a, you know, it's a ranch house. It's very pretty. Like, there's wood and there's photos everywhere of the family. Mm. It's very cottagecore. It's very cottagecore, yeah. And <laughs> uh, now it's dinner time, and they're having prime rib from the ranch, from, you know, like, their fancy cattle, which is obviously yeah. be tasty. I mean, once again, it's Organic just like, and delicious. Yeah, like, the food is as fucks. <laughs> and they're just a small talk, you know, like, um, she tells them about Maggie and why she moved out of there, but, like, she doesn't really mention Roger. She, she just kinda, goes, like, like, she kind of skirts uh, around it yeah, a bit. Yeah. She censors her story a little Yeah, bit. she just says, like, oh, yeah, you know, like, Maggie got this opportunity for me, you know, it's like, yeah, yeah open my own bakery. And Mama Bear asks because she's planning to stay in Vampire Ridge. Um, so, obviously, it's a bit, like, you know, small talk, but also, like, are you, like, are you gonna gone abandon my son? Yeah. <laughs> And she's like, yeah, of course, you know. And then Ash, the youngest brother, who we haven't met before, makes a bear joke. <laughs> and Dane and Elle reprimand him, like, immediately. Yeah. It's a bit awkward, but they change the subject to just, like, ranch things. Uh, which, like, Annabeth can't really keep up with, but she just listens and is like, yeah, this is cool. <laughs> and everything's cool. Uh, you know, dinner's over, and she helps cleaning up, and they have, like, the tart that she brought for dessert, and she gets invited for dinner next week, so overall, it was a success. And then after dinner, Dane offers her a tour of the ranch. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just wrote, like, well, it's a ranch. Like, <laughs> there's fields. Description. Yeah. It's a ranch. Exactly. Like, it's, you know, there's fields, there's, there's cows, yeah. there's, like, ground and wildlife. It's all very pretty, of course. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> you see the TikTok? But it's like... 
there's cows outside. It's a cow farm. You gotta find cows outside. <laughs> I mean, yeah, exactly. <laughs> God. So they get to the top of a hill uh, for a beautiful sunset and Dane gears up to tell her about the bear thing. <laughs> but Fuck this. he does not. Instead he proposes. How long how long have they been together? A week. Liter- literally a week. Uh, like I mean the fact twice, uh, like it's well, like, not twice, but well, yeah, but on like on two, two occasions. Yeah, on two occasions, and it's like he knows what? nothing about her. Yeah, it's like why? Oh my god! Uh, but yeah, obviously Annabeth is like all you know all over it, and she asks if she can keep the bakery, of course. And they already start making like logistical plans about you know living together with their jobs and all that. Like you know, yeah, they're gonna stay. And yeah, of course she she accepts. Um, Jesus fucking Christ! It's like. It's like when you're playing The Sims and you move two people into the house and like within like twelve hours in The Sims, which is twelve minutes, they're already married. Like literally. it's like that shit. Literally, it is literally like that. So obviously they spend the night together very happy with their stupid fucking engagement. <laughs> I got so pissed off. Oh, that was insane, yeah. Um, they've even started like discussing the date for the wedding, which you've literally been engaged for a day. Please calm down. <laughs> she goes to work and she gushes to Kayla about the news, um, and asks her to be her bridesmaid because she doesn't have anyone else. Which is a bit. Which is sad. really sad. Is like sad. I'm pretty sure Maggie gets asked to be the maid of honor later yeah, on, exactly. but like. It's like your employee is going to be like your bridesmaid. Who you've known for a couple of days. Yeah. Anyway. Kayla kind of um, chatting about this obviously assumes that because they're engaged, he's told her about the bear thing, which he hasn't. As you would assume. Yeah. Yeah, Which is not a mad kind of thing to jump to. Yeah. So Kayla obviously spills the beans about Tonya, his ex. Yeah. Because she kind of mentions her briefly and she's like oh it's so good that you took it better than Tonya and then Annabeth's like first of all took what secondly who's Tonya yeah. and yeah Annabeth is still clueless and she kind of realises that that like yeah she kind of forgot to ask Dane about the big bad secret that everyone's been talking about for like weeks Exactly. but you know Annabeth being Annabeth she's too busy daydreaming about her new wedding five Obviously. minutes later and she realises that her wedding to Roger is planned in a week. It just, just like shows, you know, like how quickly she's moved on. Yeah. You know, obviously like not that I blame her for like no, leaving no, Roger no, no, quickly, no, but like, my guy, like baby girl needs some time to you it's, know like heal even her, like, and like how quickly she jumps into a new relationship and trusts a man again. Exactly. Like, to me, unrealistic. Oh yeah. This happiness does not last for ages because Roger shows up at her work. Yikes. Oh, yes. Not so great. And he wants her to come home with him and he is still in denial about their breakup. So he's essentially gaslighting her and acting like nothing has happened. He promises that he will change, but she still refuses to go with him even when he starts to cry and beg her. And it kind of shows how much um, being in Bearpaw Ridge has changed her and allowed her to grow as a person because she's feeling more secure and she's able to be like, no, like, fuck off, I don't want you. And I know that I'm, like, loved and... You know what I mean? Yeah, it's, it's, good, it's good, a nice development. Yeah, it is very nice. It's a nice development. So Roger uh, changes tactics then. He starts to kind of insult Bear Paul Ridge. He starts to insult her. He says, 
says, "Will you owe me for all the things I did for you? All the, like, sure the all the money yeah. for the wedding, like all of these things, like guilt dripping her." But again, Annabeth isn't taking any of his shit, and she wants him to leave. Uh, he grows very aggressive after none of his tactics start working. So she debates whether she should call someone. He starts like throwing shit around. Yeah, in it's the very cafe. scary. Yeah. Yeah, like he grows incredibly violent. And um, he picks up a chair and he's ready to like break the glass uh, front of, of the, the vitrine of the yeah. counter. Yeah. And as he's just about to throw the chair, luckily, Dean and his brothers walk in. They really do have timing, don't they? Yeah, I know. Plot device. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's convenient. Dean ex machina. So obviously, Dean and Roger kind of lock eyes and the two kind of realise who the other person is, respectively. Very much. Kill Bill noises. Um, so Roger is a, a a coward and he would never stand up to another man. Only yeah. you'll be an arse to women. But also, it is established that Dean is like tall and tanky. Like, oh yeah, yeah like he, he and Roger's Roger a little up. shit. Yeah. yeah, he would fuck Roger. Exactly, up. exactly. So obviously, uh, when De- Dean tells to get tells him to get out, he is like, "Yep, sorry, sorry, Dad, <laughs> I go, I go." Uh, but obviously, he can't leave without having the last word in. So Roger throws an insult at Annabeth as he's walking out the door, which Dean hears and does not tolerate. So he literally just like picks him up like a child <laughs> and just lifts him into the air. Oh, so naturally, yeah. Roger starts like throwing a tantrum and threatening to sue them. Which, like, on what good grounds? Luck, good luck, my guy. Exactly. Yeah. And that's kind of what his brothers, uh, Dane's brothers, say, where they're like, yeah, um, we know all the shit you've been putting Annabeth through. The sheriff knows all the shit you've been putting Annabeth through. Like, it's going to be it's gonna be your yeah. word against mine, and my word is respected, yours isn't. Exactly. So, yeah, that kind of throws that idea out the window. And Annabeth is really relieved and touched to see all of these people want to protect her. Yeah, and it's, it's just really sweet, isn't it? Like, all of it's these cute. people really care for her, they really love her, they want to see her safe. Yeah, it's just, it's nice. So, it's, it's a bit of a funny situation where, like, they're like, drop him, drop him down, <laughs> put him down, <laughs> you know. let him go. He's learned his lesson, so Jane, after kind of like a couple of seconds, reluctantly drops Roger, just literally just goes, Bloop, and it drops <laughs> him onto the ground and makes him apologise. Of course, Roger being Roger, he just like does a backhanded apology where he's like, well, if you didn't do this, then yeah, I mean, of course. so they just kind of chuck him out. And then, uh, yeah, Dane gives Annabeth a big hug because obviously she's just been through a lot. And, yeah. um, him and the boys say that she's family, so they're gonna protect her, and no one will mess with her again. It's just, yes. it's really sweet. It, it, it is really sweet, and obviously, like Dane stays over for the night to yeah. you know, make sure she's safe. Uh, but then, in the middle of the night, while they're asleep, um, he gets an emergency call. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he leaves, uh, trying not to wake her up. But then, shortly after he's left, the smoke detector goes off in, in her apartment. Uh, yeah, in her flat. Uh, so th- there's a fire. So she she calls the nine one one, obviously, and. Who gives her like it's so Linda Barker is the operator. Bless her. Yeah, Fred. Fred's wife. Yeah, Fred's wife exactly. Yeah, yeah of the electrician. So, so, so she knows. She knows her as well. Um, so she gives her instructions and she checks if the door handle is hot to the apartment, but mm-hmm. it is. So they she can't go outside because mm-hmm. the fire is right out the door. Mm-hmm. And Linda, you know, like guides her through it and like tries to keep her calm. So she puts a wet cloth against the door and she checks if she can climb out of the window, but not really because it is quite a drop and there's not really anything to you know climb on. Mm. And there's people outside now, but yeah, she, she she's trapped. They can't really help her. 
Also, meanwhile, Dane realizes that his emergency call was fake. Like, they got a call right to, like, the edge of their of the territory. And uh, they spent ages looking for the wreck because uh, it, was a, it was a car accident. And uh, obviously, since the start, died in a car accident, like, these are really close feel- to his yeah, side. Yeah, he feels, like, really strongly yeah, about his Yeah, exactly. He feels really responsible. So they cruise for ages trying to find the crash site, but they just can't. And on the way back, Dane gets a radio that there is a fire at the bakery, mm-hmm. and he puts two and two together that Roger phoned in a fake emergency call, exactly. knowing they were like the only you know like fire fire uh, fire engine in the in the county. Yeah, because they've literally only got one fire engine oh, yeah, for the entire just, time. Yeah, it goes tiny. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I mean, you know, it's usually pretty enough, but um, yeah, so that is not going well. No. That is not. So when the boss almost like our recording, <laughs> almost like our recording. Honestly, this is so cursed. Like I swear to God, if it cuts off again, like that's it. Yeah, that's it. I'm so sorry. Like not gonna yeah. get an episode, folks. No, like, like you get you get a short episode, and I'll be up. Yeah, you you get this, and then you will get a review. They'll be up. I can't. I can't. I cannot re-record it a fourth time. Read the fucking book. <laughs> Just read the fucking book. <laughs> anyway. So, um, obviously, when the boys arrive, it is not looking good. Both um, the bakery and Annabeth's apartment is completely engulfed in flames. There's, like, smoke pouring out the windows. At some point, like, it, it got so warm that the actual windows, thems- windows themselves have, like, shattered. Yeah. So there's, like, no way she can, like, climb out safely yeah, without, just... like, really hurting yeah, herself. Yeah, herself everywhere, yeah. And um, although they saw Annabeth, the people kind of, like, standing outside who have like notice of the fires going on although they saw her a little while ago she's like not been up to the window since and yeah. they're getting quite concerned so obviously um they're quick to action they get the ladder out they climb up um through the window and annabeth is on the floor unconscious next to her bed with like a bunch of things she's tried to save from the fire so dane grabs her and then um, mark gets like her essentials yeah. like that she's left on the bed and they kind of obviously GTFO um, and back on the ground Mark gives her some O2 because um, she's unconscious obviously and he gives her a little assessment Dane's like far too freaked out to be able to do it even oh, though yeah. he does have medical training because she's his fated mate oh yeah, yeah yeah he's like yeah. he's too stressed um, but they think she's okay it's just like smoke inhalation yeah so honestly she she's managed to get off quite lightly you know. Yeah, like she's not actually burned or anything. Yeah, yeah. from yeah. a very serious uh, situation. Yeah. So as Dane is kind of looking around, he smells Roger in the crowd, and the two have another Kill Bill moment where they like lock eyes, <laughs> um, and Roger obviously takes off in fear, which just kind of confirms to Dane that he is like uber guilty of oh, this, you know. So Dane loses his shit and this is where we get our first and I think only a bear transformation oh yeah because the like the, yeah yeah it is yeah. yeah and yeah he just strips off Nikki and he just goes and bears out and the bear is out so naturally Dane catches up to Roger very easily within like a couple of seconds oh, yeah. I don't think he even makes it like down like a couple of streets I think he just snatched oh no I think, I think isn't he like doesn't he like run through like the woods I think isn't that where he parked his car like so in the woods that or like or... I, I don't know if it is the woods because there's people in houses is there yeah because they look outside oh yeah, yeah you're right you're right anyway point is he catches up to him really really quickly and 
uh, Roger's trying to get in the car and Dane just like goes no and he like swipes the car door off the, uh, and just like swipes him out of the car and he's like grr so Roger naturally just like curls up into a little pathetic ball and pisses himself <laughs> and it's, it's beautiful it's, it's great it's, it's very satisfying his, his comeuppance yeah. you know and <laughs> some like neighbours start to like peek out the window because obviously they hear this like bear <laughs> out in the street but um it's kind of um, it's kind of implied that everyone in the town knows about shifters, so yeah. they know it's Dane. So they're like, eh, "This is Dane," and yeah, then and then they just kind of they're like, "I don't want to get involved in that drama," so they just kind of leave it. Um, but before Dane can kill Roger, because he's very much about to, oh murder yeah, him. he is, yeah, yep. Um, the police show up, <laughs> and Roger, obviously seeing like other people starts and demanding police, yeah, yeah, yeah that they they shoot the the bear that is attacking him <laughs> but they obviously know it's Dane so they're just like it's all right Dane you caught him like let him go yeah um and it turns out the sheriff is also a werewolf of course um, he is because who isn't a shifter in this town honestly and um, he like talks Dane out of killing Roger and he kind of de-escalates the situation by saying, look, Annabeth needs you and you're not going to be any help to her in prison. Also, I love it that it's not like, murder is wrong. But it's like, oh, yeah, no, 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 no. Your, your girlfriend needs you. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> He's like, he deserves it, but, but let's be reasonable. And it's really funny because Roger's just sitting there like, why the fuck are you talking to a bear? He's like, he's like freaking out and just like, to shit it, to shit it. Um, but they're obviously all like laughing at this stupid little human. Um, yeah, but because of their keen wolf senses, they can also smell the gasoline on Roger's clothes. Of course they can. And they can smell it in his car as well. Yeah. So they know that he was the one that caused the fire. Then, uh, yeah, Dane shifts back into a human and <laughs> they all start gaslighting about Roger <laughs> Um, about there ever being a bear. <laughs> this is one of my favourite scenes, I think. It's so funny. <laughs> They're like, what do you mean there's a bear? I don't see a bear. And the sheriff's like, yeah, I just see a naked man. <laughs> and it's just it's just really funny. So Roger is obviously taken into custody and Bill, the sheriff, gets some clothes out of the trunk of his police car for Dane because clearly this is like a regular occurrence. <laughs> Where people just like lose their shit and get into trouble. <laughs> Happens. Um, yeah. yeah, but he gives him clothes so he doesn't get arrested for public indecency, <laughs> which I thought was very funny. <laughs> That's actually pretty funny. Like it's it's, it's so a good corny. Joke. It's, it's so a good corny, joke. but it was a good joke. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh my god. So luckily, the whole situation and all like has has resolved pretty well. Yeah. Um, so on the next day, Annabeth is being in, is in hospital, getting treated for smoke inhalation. Mm. Um, but otherwise, she's she's fine. Mm. And Dane is visiting her. <laughs> I think it's like the like right in the beginning of the chapter. She asks him, "This is gonna sound really weird, yeah. but I think I saw you turning into a bear." She's like, "I must have been hallucinating." <laughs> but, but Dane is like, uh, "Like it's time to fess up now." So yeah. it's like, "Yeah, we bear shifters," and she's just like, "Uh, <laughs> yeah." <laughs> Kate, I mean, th- things kind of click. Um, you know, like Kate, he he confirms that Kayla's also bear shifter. Like all these things make sense. Like why they're also strong, and you know. Yeah, and like all the little comments that have been made exactly. and shit like that. Yeah, yeah. like the bear puns. You should have. She should. She really should have seen it coming. Yeah. <laughs> and Dana apologizes for not telling her sooner. Um, she's still just trying to process. Like it's been it's been a lot. Yeah. And you know he tries to explain further that he's just been scared to tell her. Like she's just 
She's still just kind of shook. Um, yeah, because she's supposed to be worrying about her bakery and the flat, like yeah. her immediate like existence. So makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so she asks him what happened, and they explains that Roger's getting investigated for arson, and explains his planning like with the fake emergency call and all that. Mm-hmm. But we already know. And yeah, I mean she's she's relieved that you know like Roger's uh, in custody and everything, so they hack it out, which is cute. Yeah. But yeah, the baker is fucked. <laughs> yeah. It is burned to a crisp. Yeah, it is. It's it is cr- it is crunchy. <laughs> um, also, insurance might not pay her because Roger keeps insisting that they're engaged. So, so they think it's like arson, like yeah, deliberate, and yeah. she was in on it and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like, just to collect insurance and not money, which is like not very stonks. <laughs> So obviously she's just like really upset that like maybe she's like she's losing her business, which is you know her her yeah. been her income. Um, also she doesn't want to get back to the apartment either really because she almost got fucking murdered. So, you know it's understandable. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean Dane kind of goes and she phones Maggie to catch up and maybe make sure that Dane treats her right. Mm-hmm. And she like, so she casually brings up that Dane told her that most people in Bear Porridge are shifters. Or at least, or like everyone knows about it, yeah. but the majority are. Yeah. <laughs> it's so funny. And Maggie, it turns out Maggie is a Jaguar shifter. I was like, oh yeah, of course, I'm a Jaguar. You're like, oh, sure, yeah, sure, whatever. Sure, whatever. Might as well. Might as well. And she kind of skips uh, some backstory of like the lore. So most people around there are shifter families. Uh, so there's a few settlements um, like dotted all over that are mostly in remote areas like Bearpaw Ridge, which makes sense. So they're you know yeah. not getting discovered. I mean, Annabeth does have some second thoughts about marrying somebody who's you know lied for so long about being a fucking werebear. Yeah. But Maggie is just kind of like. <laughs> we all have our faults. Yeah, I can't just be like that sometimes. <laughs> Nobody's perfect. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. So uh, yeah, that's what we're doing. That actually, like, she's, there's no further elaboration on any of that. Yeah, I mean, um, I think it's maybe like a day or so later, but Annabeth is kind of like on the phone with her mum, and obviously her mother wants her to come back and live with her because she's clearly worried uh, about, yeah. like, you know, the attempted murder of her daughter. Understandable. Uh, but Annabeth really wants to stay uh, in Bearpaw Ridge, and she still wants to marry Dane, even though, of course, you know, he's a bear. Uh, her mum and her have, like, a bit of an argument. It's... But he gives good heads. So oh, yeah, he like gives it. good heads, so it's fine. It's like, he's only a bear sometimes. <laughs> it's quite funny. Yeah, um, her and her mum have a bit of an argument about it, because, obviously, her mother's never met Dane, and she is literally just, like, planning on marrying him regardless. But then Annabeth kind of makes a point where she was like, well, you know, you really liked Roger and he tried to kill me. So, so maybe but, go fuck yourself. Yeah, it's just that tensions are high because, you know, both of them are stressed, obviously, with the situation. Yeah. So they can't be mad at each other for long. Yeah, um, Annabeth doesn't really know what to do now because without the insurance payment, she can't start the cafe. Like, she can't build it up from the ground. She has no money. Um and she kind of confides this in, to Dane and he offers to come with her to California if that's what she chooses to do, if it's just not feasible for her to stay in Bearpaw Ridge. Which is so sweet. Yeah, like, he's like, well, king. you're yeah. my home, so I need to be with yeah. you. And it, it, is, it is really sweet. Because he is a very, like, family man, you know? Like, he is very yeah. close with his family, but he's, he's ready he, to he's give it up for her. He's willing to give her. it up, yeah. yeah. And, um, but after her talk with uh, Maggie... 
Annabeth feels much better about the whole shifter thing. It's kind of like normalised it for her. And she does also um, end up rejecting this idea of them moving away because yeah. she just loves bear paws yeah. so much, which makes sense. Yeah, um, so obviously they get horny because she almost died. Sure. As one does. Sure. <laughs> and even though, you know, she's fresh out of the hospital, they have very kinky sex against the wall. <laughs> And there's quite a funny moment where she like convulses against him, obviously in like orgasmic pleasure. But we were like, oh my god, she's having a seizure, she's dying. And it was it was quite funny. Uh, funny. But no, no, she's okay. And also, it's important they didn't use a condom. So baby on the wind. Yeah, no, not that they're engaged, they can make babies. Like now it's fine. Now it's allowed. It's allowed. Yeah. Um. Post post coital. Postcoital yeah. conversations kind of turn to um, Dane's ex, Tonya, and we get the full story. So essentially, they met in college, and she also grew up in a ranch, so he kind of fell madly in love with her because they had a very similar upbringing. Yeah, similar she idea. was wife material. Um, and him saying this makes uh, Annabeth a bit self conscious, but he's like, Oh, don't worry, baby, you got the three B's brains. Beauty and business sense. <laughs> Does she though? I'd like, be the first to sure, but <laughs> she doesn't have. She doesn't have business sense. Like We've seen not the amount of free shit she gets. Not announced. She has like... no business sense. That's why she's broke. <laughs> anyway, uh, so obviously because he loved Tonya, he ended up telling her about his bear shifter thing, and she didn't believe him. So he showed her, and she freaked out. And as she left his like home or whatever uh on the way home she crashed her car and died in said crash so again another person in dane's life yeah. that has died in a car crash so he feels very strongly about this and also he really blames himself because had she not left in such a hurry or left in such a state then she may have still be alive today so annabeth kind of promises to stay with him and accept him forever which is a steep promise yeah. after you've known somebody for like two months but, but okay whatever <laughs> <laughs> and he says look uh, as if you're set on staying here we'll talk to some people and see if they can help us uh, find some money for your cafe and then we get a bit of a jump forward to them in a field and there's like loads of food decked out and it's been donated by the town and Annabeth has made all the desserts so at first we thought it was the wedding and we got <laughs> so know. excited but it is not, not the wedding not yet um there's about 600 ish people in this field and they're all there to help her raise money for her new cafe with an auction so like all the Yay. things that have been donated have been like auctioned off to raise money and it's really sweet that like the town has come together and she's like so overwhelmed by how nice everyone is and how they just want I her know. to stay it's just and they really want those crackly cinnamon rolls oh yeah, yeah. They've, they've been missing their fix yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um the auction begins and we learn that Annabeth has put the pendant that Roger gave her in, mm-hmm. which I think is like a really like symbolic way of her ending her yeah. like, relationship it's, it's with him. It's proper closure, yeah. 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 And she's like, I don't need this anymore. Like, I've, I've got my boyfriend. He's none of your <laughs> Anyway, uh, about near the end of the auction, which is going very successfully, uh, Jennifer, her insurance girl, shows up 
and she tells her that her insurance company have agreed to pay the claim that Annabeth has on her cafe. So she's going to open up as soon as possible. Woo. Oh my god, and that's where the book is. But worry not, my dears, there is an epilogue. There is an epilogue. With the wedding! Fuck Woo. yeah! So we've got 600 people there <laughs> because Annabeth uh, spontaneously invited everybody at the fundraiser to their wedding. <laughs> I mean, Sure. <laughs> it was like, babe, you just made money. Yeah, like you're now losing just, all of it. You just barely have some money again, but I mean, sure. <laughs> Fuck you. Business sends my ass. <laughs> but, but her mum's there and Maggie's there. You know, like it's it's, it's very nice. Yeah. And somehow, even after throwing this massive wedding, she still had enough money left to reopen the bakery even nicer. <laughs> and also she gets some money in because she rents the flat above it to a shifter couple who's new to town. So she becomes a landlord. Exactly. Interesting. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and they live at Danes now at the ranch. So yeah, you know, it's all, it's all very nice. And uh, you might remember, so she agreed to make the wedding cake for the Barker's daughter um, at the uh, up at the ski resort. Mm-hmm. And because the that was so good and such a success, the resort asked her to become like the preferred wedding vendor. Mm-hmm. Um, so whenever somebody's got a wedding up there, they suggest her at like the you know exactly. They'll like, the be default. like, oh, if you need like a a person to make the cake, yeah. here's who we suggest. Have a look, exactly. Yeah, or so, someone to cater or whatever. Yeah. So business is a booming for her. <laughs> And yeah, everything's going great, you know, Kayla's been great at being a great assist- mm-hmm. assistant since she's so strong, uh, but she's going off to uni in the, the autumn, so she just has her sister takes over, like, conveniently, she just has a sister who will take over the job, <laughs> sure, but, you know, it's a beautiful wedding, and they live happily ever after. Yay! 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 This better be the last time we say that, otherwise I'm going to get so mad. I know. <laughs> I'm going to get so pissed off. Third time's a charm. Third time's a charm. Okay, there is a fucking curse on this recording, I swear. (laughs) (laughs) We we were like three quarters through and then it decided to stop recording because the uh, destination device blah folder was full. But it didn't tell me that. So, uh, yeah, we're back. (laughs) So what did you think? I mean, it's... We said this last time as well, yeah. uh, like an hour ago as well. But um, just the fact that we mem- rem- remembered this much, because like we'd read this a while ago, yeah. and then you know was on holiday and that, so it's been a while since we actually read this. Uh, but we still remember a lot mm-hmm. because we did enjoy it. Yeah, like, we did. Yeah, and we actually um, because because we got it as an audiobook and we got like the first I think four books or something like something a, like that, something yeah. in one pack. And I listened to a little bit more as well. <laughs> <laughs> we may we may have finished the second book. <laughs> it's great to fall asleep too because it's so mundane. Yeah. So you just be like, eh. you're just like having cakes. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. No, um, I really enjoyed it. I think, um, honestly, see if you took out like the bear shifter thing, I feel like this would be pretty a pretty solid romance book. It actually would be. It actually would be. Yeah. I mean, I feel like that's the strangest element. True. It's like it's obviously not high literature, but otherwise, other than that, it's it's very nice. It's good. It's it's good. Yeah. yeah. It's not bad. I mean, should we start with the ratings, or do you have any more general? Yeah. No. No more general. I think, um, we've kind of touched on it already. Obviously, their relationship goes like really fast. Oh but, yeah. Like again, it's a romance book. We only have so many pages. Yeah. True. You know, like exactly. I guess. Um, and also like, 
okay, if if people can turn into bears in this book, I can believe someone would get engaged within two weeks. Yeah. You, you know, know like, like, you just kind of have to accept it as yeah. part of the lore, you, you know? You just got to suspend your disbelief sometimes. Yeah, um, that's it. That's yeah, it. That's yeah. pretty, that's, I mean, that's pretty much it. Yeah. Should we do some ratings? Yeah. Wow. Okay. Okay. As always, we rate on three categories. We do indeed. We do plot, which is really more grammar than plot, so we should probably change that. <laughs> Honestly, kind of. I mean, it's just the kind of like quality of the writing overall. Yes. Yeah. Quality of the writing. Then we do plausibility. How plausible is the story? Are there elements that we just can't believe? Yeah. And then sexiness, because... They're, they're sexy books. That's the important part, you know. They're guys. sex books. Yeah. They should be sexy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. Uh, quality. What do you think? Is it bad that I was going to give it like an eight? Yeah, like, uh, there's very few... I don't think there's really any kind of grammatical... Well, I mean, to be fair, we, we did tell it as an audiobook, so yeah. we can't tell the spelling, but it, it sounds like it had an editor in general, yeah. you know, like, so that's that's a start. First of all, there was <laughs> an editor. <laughs> also, I gotta say, like, I mean, you know, as we said, like, it's not obviously high literature, but mm-hmm. I, I thought, like, generally, like, it was pretty well written, like, mm-hmm. and, and also, you know, like, the way her relationship with Roger is portrayed. Mm-hmm. I found Very accurate. Yeah, exactly. I thought, I thought it was quite, quite accurate and quite... You know, even, even even before, like, she got, you know, almost fucking murdered. Like, you know, mm-hmm. it, it conveyed, you know, like, the scariness of, all re- of it really well, I think. Yeah. And... And, like, um, as well, like, it's not scary because he is violent. It's scary because he's not violent. Yeah, exactly. That's and that's what I mean. what's terrifying about it, yeah. right? It's the way that people can hurt other people just using manipulation and their words and, like... It's just it's uh, it's it's a real thing. It's yeah. really frightening, and yeah, I'm I'm glad it was portrayed in such a sensitive way. Yeah, exactly. Obviously, Roger's a bit of a caricature. He is ridiculous. Oh, for sure it is. Yeah, but also, I mean, that's I think that's part of the fantasy as yeah. well, because like you want you know like many players like this to be made ridiculous. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we touched on this briefly earlier. You know, like apart from the sex, obviously, it just feeds into so many other like non-sexual but very specific fantasies. <sighs> The yeah. fantasy to run away to a small town. The fantasy to own a like a bakery in a small town. Exactly. The fantasy to own your own apartment that that also, is above a bakery in your small town. Exactly. Also with beautiful like thrifted furniture, and uh-huh. obviously you find really cute antique shit, and not just uh-huh. like you know rag stuff from you know. The, this idea of like community and like found family. Exactly, community coming together. Yeah. You're, you're having a great boss. Yeah, you know who supports you even outside of work. Even yeah. who supports you even if like you know you you don't perform for whatever reason. Yeah, yeah, like it's a lot. You know, making up, making up with your uh, with your parents you have a strange relate. Yeah, you have a strange relationship with. Kind of reaching some know. kind of like you know like uh, middle ground. With yeah, them. yeah, exactly. You know, like there's a lot of there's a lot of. Like for if escapism was a category, ten out of ten. Oh yeah. Like. yeah. <laughs> was I engaged? A hundred percent. Yeah, no, I'm I'm inclined to agree with you. I think I'll also give it any for um like the writing. writing. I think it sure. was really good. Yeah. Okay. Plausibility on the other hand. Okay, like I think as well we've got to say like, okay, you you do have to spend your disbelief, right? You've got to say, okay, in this world where bear shifters exist how plausible is this? I know. Like, uh, yes. Yes. But, <laughs> well, first of all, because of what you you know, about the relationship with Roger, I personally find it extremely unrealistic that she would, like, immediately... Yes. 
get engaged yes. to some bitch that she, she's only met for like she's yeah. only known for like a month at this point exactly like right after she's been off that kind of relationship yeah. because like you like my guy needs some time to you know like process and also like she will ha- she will have some trust issues you know like, i was gonna say and like um maybe if okay if, I'm, I'm sure there are some people who get really really difficult situations like that and do fall into a relationship very quickly yeah but i wouldn't necessarily say that that relationship they fall into is a good relationship nine times yes out of 10. exactly yeah you know? yeah exactly because like you know because when you're in a vulnerable place like that you're like very you're yeah. very like um susceptible to you know becoming like almost prey again yeah. you know like to to another like asshole exactly and just like getting you know it's i mean as i said it's a nice fantasy getting scooped up you know by a hunky firefighter <laughs> but saved, yeah i, I don't <laughs> yeah, know you know yeah. but yeah, is it possible um, unfortunately you know i think i'll give it a five i feel like that's a fair rating yeah i see that out of ten you know like it's it's plausible enough that i enjoyed it just that engagement part really ruined it we were talking about it where it was like the part where they got engaged should have been where he asked her to be his girlfriend yeah like at exactly. that stage i would have believed the stage oh yeah for know? sure oh yeah for sure um i do give it a four okay fair <laughs> because there's a few other things like <laughs> Why is everything bear themed? <laughs> <laughs> because they went to this remote ass place, so you yeah. know it's like shifters to like conceal the fact they're shifters. Yeah. Then they make everything bear themed. Yeah, I know. And also, um, there there's a tourist resort there, you know, so like that's not exactly like drawing subtle, attention, yeah. yeah, subtle drawing attention away from you. So I mean, that's just like a few things. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's true. <laughs> and also, you know, like oh yeah, this entire family is far firefighters. <laughs> It was like, okay, sure, Chad. Job density in this arsenal of nowhere because, like, this is the later books. Like, the other brothers all have, like, other jobs as well. Yeah. But, like, who are, like, like, you know, like, more kind of, like, high level. Um, what's it called? Like, more, more, you know, like, very, like, skill jobs. Mm-hmm. And, like, you know, like, a 3,000 people town in Idaho is not gonna have that yeah. many jobs. No, really. <laughs> Just, like, some things like that, you know, which make it nice. Is it, It's possible... It's not possible for me, but it's still nice, so I, that's yeah, fine. That's fair. That's okay. fair. So, okay. Sexiness. Sexiness. <laughs> the gulp. <laughs> <laughs> Neither of us looking at each other. <laughs> Honestly? I mean, it was pretty good. It was very good. It was pretty, it was pretty good. It was pretty good. It was pretty good. I like how wholesome it was. I know. Incredibly yeah. consensual at all points. Exactly. But also not in a cringe way, you no. know. Like, it wasn't. Yeah, exactly. Because like it was very, he was being sexy about it. You know, mm. he was like, you know, like, oh, I would really like to fuck you. You know. Yeah, like, like, yeah. I think I was like, he was like, I'd, I'd like to fuck you. Can I fuck you? Yeah. And she was like, yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah, you know, it wasn't like, yeah, like he wasn't like cringe anyway. And yeah, just like overall, like I think I don't think uh, so. Okay, the one thing obviously folds. Also, the part where like with the thumbs, with the thumbs, right, and like, the belly button. And yes. Open the friendly like so. There was a couple of like you know. There's a couple of things that off. we didn't find sexy, but I'm sure if someone else. Oh for sure, yeah. Would be exactly. like, oh fucking fuck class, yeah, get, you know? get him a belly button. Finally, <laughs> I found some good belly button porn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, honestly, seven. I was gonna say eight. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Yeah, right. Um, right. Overall, we got. I got eight. eight I got. I got twenty. I got an 848, so I got a 20. 848, 20, and I got... Oh, you also got a 20, don't you? I also got a 20. But you got... Yeah, yeah exactly. So that's... 40 out of 60. That's... 66%. Yeah. 
That's a B, you know. That's a B. Yeah, exactly. That's a B. It's a solid B book. Yeah. It's not a B book. <gasps> B doesn't bear. No! Fuck. We cannot escape it. it oh it's God. everywhere. Jesus Christ, it really is. Honestly, 110% would recommend it. I definitely would recommend it. Honestly, like, if you want some nice escapism, you don't mind a slight furry touch. Mm-hmm. You know, like... Go for it, and also it's oh, not yeah. even that furry, furry. I would say though, because there's like primal, have sex in the bear. There's, there's primal yeah. elements to it, but there's no actual bestiality, which I appreciate. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Also, right. Yeah. We we talked about this when we first listened to it, but I'm not a furry, but <laughs> having cuddling a bear, you know. Because, like, bears are these animals, right? Because, like, obviously they can fuck you up very easily, and they will if you get too close to them. But they're so fluffy, and they have these these little ears, and this, like, you know, round face, and, like, the big paws. And can you imagine having a boyfriend that's, like, really cold, and you're chilling, and he turns into a bear and just engulfs you in this hug that's, like, a massive blanket, basically, but it's also... Like, you wouldn't need a a bed. You could just sleep on him. You just could sleep on your boyfriend as, like, this, like... Massive, muscly blanket. Like, yeah. I wouldn't say no. I gotta say, you know, like, yeah, it's. I respect that. Yeah. Not that it's like my new kink now, but I do see where they're coming from with this. You're like, but I will finish all the other books, and I'm like, yeah. <laughs> no, I won't. I haven't finished. I haven't finished any of the other ones. I haven't like. Yeah, you've been them. waiting for me to read them with you. <laughs> no, I wasn't. You bitch. Favourite sex scene? Favourite sex scene? Hmm. Okay, um, I think actually for me it's actually the very first one where they get interrupted. It is actually quite funny. Because, I mean, yes, and also... I, it's I got, tragic. It, it is tragic, and also um, I gotta admit this, I think there's something quite hot about like the delayed gratific- gratification act. Oh, the... Uh, oh, what's the word? Edging? Yeah. Kind of aspect of it? Yeah, I get what you mean. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of sexy. What's your favourite? And also, that's the one where there's no weird shit. Like, there's no... There's no folds and there's no prying open of vaginas. Open the pussy. Yeah, exactly. Honestly, see, because there's so much sex in this book, it does all kind of blend together very quickly. It it really much... It very much does. I'm going to say, just because of, like, the, um the silliness of it when they fuck on the floor yes <laughs> understandable because it's just like they weren't even like in a place where they couldn't have a bed and they just had to make right, do like right there was there. a bed like right, right there, there right and there. they just decided to fuck on the floor which which made me laugh <laughs> no, that, is that. that is hilarious so I, think, I think that was that was it for me um moral of the story wow um Stand up for yourself, bitch. Oh, yeah. 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 I, I was going to think something about, you know, like, only... Yeah, you People know. will love you for you, as long as you love you for you. Definitely. I, I, I was originally going to say something about, you know, like, choose your partner's wise and shit like that, no. but, like, she doesn't fucking know, day. Like, yeah, that's, exactly. like, this is not a good model for, like, building rela- romantic no, relationships. But, uh, no, what you were saying, you know, stand up for yourself. Yeah, you're worthy. You're, you know, you're it's enough. It's a journey of self-love as well as it is about, like, it, sexy bear boyfriends. It very much is, yeah, you know, like, you're enough. And don't take shit from yeah. nobody, you know. Yeah. Run away to Idaho. If your boyfriend's being an ass to yourself, yeah. to you. Great morals. <laughs> Great morals. Okay. Um. Yeah. I think that's it. I think that's it. Yeah. We've got like we've got, we've got like a thing. It's done. It's done. It's over. <laughs>
That's it from us for this week. Come back next time if you're not too scarred. You can find us on Twitter and TikTok at notmycupoftpod with a capital T instead of tea like the drink. And Instagram at notmycupoftpodcast just to make it extra confusing. That's T spelled out. And you can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify or wherever else you are listening to this right now. Also, spicy thanks to our composer, Kyle Clark, cover artist, Oliver Groves, and the brave editor, Andy Wells. Till next time.